Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, I see we have our mock draft guy in the house today at 1140. That just came over the wire, so we have to get down to the bottom of it. And I actually, I might be changing my opinion on whether or not the Eagles would take Justin Fields, to be honest with you on that. So what else do we have? Uh, Philadelphia 76ers victory oh. for big one last night, I would think. Huh? Oh, 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 oh. I was a point, game of the year. Yeah, and, and then I, I was a point away from my expected, expected uh, point total also. No, 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 no. You're not getting away that easy. You had a triple-double by the guy that you have been crushing. You had a defensive effort, which both of you, as we're joined now, the three of you by Jason Ratitas, have been poo-pooing and pushing. I haven't poo-pooed that. I never poo-pooed. Don't I ever put words in my mouth, Musiani. You and Barrett, Harry, we're all over this. No, no, no. Not at the sacrifice of offense. That's my point, okay? If he's only going to be a defensive Uh, player, that's not enough for me. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more times. Okay, You need a post-code journal so you can remember what we say. Don't put words in my mouth, Shander. First off, Jason, I don't remember what you say five minutes into it. I know, but you'll attribute all these <laughs> yeah. things that you think I said. I do remember specifically right. having a whole show's worth of conversation. Working with Mikey Miss again. Well, Martinez. Everything. All right. Yeah, and now then when he makes a poor bet, he blames it on you. No, what the problem was is that we had an entire program with the three of us before Jason was on where I was mentioning how Ben Simmons does a ton of other things. And last night you got that against the best team in the NBA. Yeah. And you also got an aggressive uh, uh, Ben on the offensive end. That's all I want. And and didn't I say, I need 18 out of them. And I said, he got one point away from my expectation. 
you can get 14 or 12 out of the same performance and the same game plays out and the Sixers still win that game. Like that's my, my whole point in all of this is to attribute point production off of Ben Simmons as far as successor. Uh Oh, now why Uh are mics getting muted Jason and then me? I don't know. Uh, hey, hey, I, I think what people's issue is, and, and this is probably not the day to discuss it after the greatest NBA game of the season, right. but I think people's issue is is not necessarily just the numbers. It's how it looks sometimes yeah. when he seems – when they need him to step up and he seems disinterested in the task. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's not a statistical they, thing. It's an eye test thing. Okay, but Jay, who they needed – Tobias Harris to step up. Like oh, I did. wouldn't want Ben Simmons taking that shot or going to the rack That's or what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. It's what just are you saying step up though. Be aggressive with the ball. Take the ball to the rack. I'm not asking him to take the final shot. That's the last guy I want taking the shot. Right. Okay. But but what I'm saying is in games when he needs to take over, when the bead's not there, Tobias doesn't have it going, whatever. Sometimes he just seems disinterested in that moment. Last well, night he didn't. I'll tell you guys that out, and we can all agree on this one. If we're having a conversation about what Ben Simmons needs to do without Joel Embiid in the playoffs, we're all screwed. Yeah, we're screwed with that. You're we're absolutely right. That's yeah, like right. talking about yeah. what, what uh, who the hell was the, the not Nick Foles, Nate Sudfeld's doing out there with the game plan. Like, we're cooked. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and LeBron should be fined for what he did last night. Expected though, but fine. I'll that was that. outrageous. Yeah, you, was. You've got a seven foot two, two hundred and seventy some odd pound guy, whatever he is, in midair, and he literally takes two hands and pushes him in the chest. That, that was Peyton. is Crazy. a dirty play. Yeah, it hey, was. You know what though? That's not a that's not ejectable. And to be honest with you, I think what made it worse for us is that it's our guy and he's there on the ground and we know the season's over. Yeah. But, but more so because it, who who did it? Now, we we don't see LeBron as that type of player, but because he did it. Yeah. And then he's over there complaining the with the referee right. about it being a flagrant or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, Are you serious? But, but look, that's what – and here's the thing. I know people are going to get caught on the small element of it, which is what happened last night. But fast forward. That's how we need Joel Embiid to be like that. That Joel Embiid as a superstar is going to get away with stuff. Is going to be able to have conversations with the officials. That goes a mile. There isn't any champion, even Kawhi Leonard, as awkward as his ass may be, that isn't somewhat involved in that world in that game of politics, if yeah, you will, absolutely. in the NBA. LeBron, LeBron politics every call. He's yeah. always over there pleading with the officials so with his hand. It's ridiculous. So he's a whiner. Yeah, Jordan so did it too. Yeah, he's he's oh, earned God. it. They both earned it. They've they earned it. Is, yeah, is they the earned optics it. of it. I don't. I get you guys don't. Or Harry, I'm sorry. I get you don't like the optics of it, and it's not a good look. It, it does look like a whiny athlete complaining all the time. But the reality is, is that stuff works, man. Oh, you I get know. dividends later in the game. I know. Yeah. I mean, you yep. just look at coaches. Coaches do it all the time. Yep. You know, in college basketball, Coach K talks more to the officials than he does his own players during a game. Yeah, but, you oh, know, no. let's get back to the opposite. Had a pretty good night. Abilene Christian by 20. Watch yeah. out. Wow. Come on, man. But, hey, let's get back to Ben, though, man. We, we, Who's the on, most famous we alum out of Abilene Christian in, here in, Christian in town? Jason knows that. This is a Gal Media podcast. You know Abilene Christian was a school. With Jacob Media. Ah, jeez.
<laughs> the middle starts now on the sports map radio network presented by Rocket wilbur Morgan. montgomery dan yield manning live from the o'reilly auto parts studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry Mays. it's a thursday we're joined by jason martinez the four of us have a lot to get to and hopefully the four of us will stay intact all good yesterday, but we've added a fourth individual. We've yes. added a firecracker here. I feel like, you know, to be honest with you, I feel like when we look across the board, what happened last night was a pretty big statement, not just by the Sixers, but that the league and where things are so far, LeBron and the Lakers clearly back to being at the top. And there is such a wide opening of the door, if you will, for the East and in the Philadelphia 76ers clearly taking that reins. I also see that Deshaun Watson has gone the way of Matthew Stafford. Hmm. So Deshaun Watson has officially requested a trade from the Texans. Wow. David Culley's not enough for you? Apparently <laughs> not. Now, I'm reading the headline. Quarterback Deshaun Watson officially requested a trade from the Texans weeks ago, sources told ESPN, and this came out 20, 30 minutes ago, and hasn't spoken to new GM Nick Cassero, Casario or executive Jack Esterby. Easterby. I don't know wow. what the hell, who these guys are. Sorry. What is all? What is this with all these franchise quarterbacks just not speaking to people within their own organization? And requesting trades. Young guys, too. Uh, like, oh, he's really? a young guy. This is like a new trend. <laughs> It's the, the pampered athlete, Harry. I'm not happy where I am. I want to yeah. go somewhere else. Wah, wah. Yeah. I've not talked about Matthew, this for the longest. Matthew no. Stafford is a pampered athlete. He sat through in misery. No, 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 not him. Not him. He endured no, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but how, how much should Deshaun Watson endure before it's okay for him to say, I No, want it's good out. for him. He's yeah. good for him. But we we're, saying, we're yeah. saying he's not saying anything to the media. Though. We That's all see saying. it. We yeah. all see it. <laughs> We all see it. He's got blue hair. Who says he's got blue hair? Well, one of the guys, one of the one of the dads. Well, I know, but I don't know which one it is. The, guy the black guy said. The black guy said blue. blue. And another guy said yeah. blue hair. Blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then, when they get in the when they get in the parking lot, he said, "You well, don't I know knew, him." I knew this would get bad. <laughs> you bringing you up don't know him. It's Come like on, somebody on the screen bringing up a 1991 <laughs> porn star for Harry. He's checked out Googling the rest of the show. We're out. Back oh, my goodness. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Wilbert Montgomery, man. Yep. Went to Abilene Christian. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Get the heck out of here. That's yeah. got to be the most famous, right? Bobby That's right. Morrow. No question. Has Bobby Morrow, the golfer, right? Who? Isn't Bobby Morrow? I don't know who that is. Sprinter, sorry. Three gold medals in the 1956 Olympics. Oh, Sprinter? Oh. Oh, speaking of Sprinter, did you hear our boy Scotty Miller say that he's the fastest man in the NFL? No. He was on Dan Patrick yesterday. We have the audio in that cut sheet. 
because he was talking about Tyreek Hill versus him in a sprint. Should we play it? We can if we want. Okay, Chris Trapasso, right? Trapasso. Yeah, Trapasso is the guy from CBSSports.com. Great. And he's he's aware that it's on StreamYard, and awesome. he's done that before, apparently. Oh, so, get, thank you. Shouldn't be a problem. That's great. That's great. <clears throat> Yeah, we got to get into this Brian Johnson story, which broke near the end of our show yesterday. I missed it. Ooh. It was around 1.30 that the article came out. The quarterback's coach that was hired by the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Have you read about this? He's known Hurt since he was four. Since yeah. he was four years old and recruited him to Mississippi State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Who? The Eagles now Brian just Johnson. Scurred, don't they? He's a, oh. He was a quarterback's coach at Florida most recently, and he's been around. He was at Mississippi State and all these other places. Right, right, right. And right. he knows uh, Jalen Hurts' dad and recruited him to Mississippi State, but he's known the kid since he was four. Wow. How, how does Carson Wentz take that news? Yeah, seriously. Wow. Look, what, they can't what get out they of their doing? own way. What do you mean what they're doing? They know exactly what they're doing. They, they are must, going a different direction. Well, yeah, that's not they, that easy. Right they now, sh- it's getting it, they complicated at every turn. I know, right? They, they should be writers for like days of our lives, a soap opera. <laughs> it's insane. Just when you think they have like a plan and they're yeah. resolute about it, they go and they do that. They hire Brian Johnson from ACDC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution, Harry. Exactly right. <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know, I, I, it used to be that Cleveland used to be um, Eagles, Eagles Central now. I, Detroit is definitely Eagle Central now, man. They've got Deuce there. They got they have Dave Fipp there. So that's Dave Fipp, Deuce, um, Dorsey. Yep, Dorsey. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. How about Sharkandrick West or Taylor Gabriel, Raymond Radley, all famous names that have come out of Abilene Christian? Oh, Sharkandrick, the running back with the Chiefs a few years ago. Speaking of which, real quick, we might need Jeff Bruder's help once again. As you see what's happened now today, you've got Robin Hood, TD Ameritrade, all of the places where you can go mobile and day trade and hand in stocks and do everything very fast on your phone has restricted access <laughs> to all of these. Right. Stocks. One yeah. of which in AMC that we were told yesterday on the stream by Bruder and others is going to be the next one to pile in. So we all lost out on that one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you get in this, Jason, yesterday? Did you get I, in? I was talking to a guy. A financial guy who's on my men's league team last night was telling me about the, the GameStop thing. They lost $1.2 billion yesterday. Not GameStop, but that that fund that tried to short it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's that's yeah. A, that's bad, right? That's a bad day. Yeah. That's a bad, <laughs> bad day, right? Yeah. And wow. they lost it at the expense of people who normally pay mm-hmm. to provide for them to make $1.2 billion. Yeah. I love it. It's a mutiny. <laughs> well, now everything is has been shut down. It's crazy. Like, I, here we go. We need more help from Bruder here. So Deshaun Watson wants out. We do have the Scotty Miller clip. We're going to be joined by, at 1140, we're going to be joined by Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle live local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios here as well. And 
Harry reminded us there's a pretty crazy story that maybe you all out there missed. Maybe you missed it here as well, but it kind of broke in the afternoon and was talked about a little bit, but it wasn't like a humongous story. I think going into last night for Philadelphians, there was a huge basketball game. Yeah. And that kind of overshadowed the latest absurdity that came out of the Philadelphia Eagles. And and look, we are now, whether or not we like it or not, we are now a laughing, maybe not the, but we are a laughing stock in the NFL, and, and this furthers it. So what exactly happened? I got DMs yesterday. A buddy, Brett Holcomb, who's down in Florida, was telling me we're going to love this guy. And I didn't even know what the hell was going on before I, I had to look it up. Well, yeah, the Eagles hired a quarterback's coach yesterday, uh, Aton and Barrett and Jason, for the for Sirianni's staff. And his name is uh, Brian Johnson. He was the offensive coordinator at, at Florida. And you're thinking, oh, well, that's, you know, that's cool. You know, uh, Florida, that's where Howie went, right? So he's always got these connections. He's probably happy about this. But you look into this, and I'm looking on the ESPN uh, report about this, and, and Tim McManus, who we had on yesterday, contributed to this report. Johnson has a link to quarterback Jalen Hurts. He played under Hurts' father at Baytown Lee High School in Texas and has known Jalen since he was four years old, according to the Inquirer, J- Johnson later recruited Jalen Hurts to play at Mississippi State, and we all know that Missis- or, uh, they didn't get him. He ended up going to Alabama. But the bottom line is they bring a guy on here to work with quarterbacks, including, you would think, Carson Wentz, and this guy is a Jalen Hurts fan. They're doing whatever they can <laughs> to piss this guy off. I mean, They're trying to make him trade. They when are they going to hire Studfeld's guy? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Or just bring bring Foles back. Right. <laughs> Enough. And McNabb. I mean, if they if they if they want to get rid of you know Carson, it's right. not that easy. Okay, I, I'm sure they could figure out a way, and I'm sure you know some team would take him. I you know he's 20. What is he? 28. Yeah. I mean, he's still got plenty of years left. You would think if you can fix right. his mechanics, and and maybe a change of scenery would would be would be great. But financially, it ain't easy. Right. Well, hold on, guys. This is gonna sound crazy, but how about I interviewed this guy like two years ago, Johnson? Yes. When you were doing a college. When you were doing a game. Yes, we the the, the um the um ACC championship game. I uh, I did, and I was interviewing him about Emory Emory Jones. They have he, he was a freshman um he was a freshman quarterback then, and um you know they run all kind of wildcat stuff with him. And I was talking about his offensive line; they were terrible. But during the end of the season, they turned into like this all pro offensive line. So I was talking about that and all the weapons that he had. But I interviewed him. He was a pretty cool guy, you know, just from just from talking to him. Very knowledgeable uh, about offense. And how he had to cater to two different offenses for both guys. You know, Kyle Trash was a guy that, you know, he was, you know, was gonna grip it and rip it. And then the other guy was more so of a an athletic guy that they ran a wildcat system with when they got in the red zone. Hmm. So I mean he was a pretty smart guy, you know, how he approached the game. You know, mint diggity on the on the comments is I wouldn't read too much into the hurt stuff though. I think they just liked him. Well, here's the thing. At this point with the Eagles, you have to read into it. Yeah. And (laughs) you have no choice. With all that's happened, they have to be conscientious of how this quarterback, Carson Wentz, if they want to rehabilitate him, how he perceives things. It's not reality doesn't matter. Right. It's how he perceives them. And if they want to move forward, they shouldn't have done it. 
Plus, I, I Adam Schefter was on locally yesterday and said that while uh, Sirianni hired his offensive staff, the, the general manager and the owner have been responsible for the defensive side of the ball. So the right. puppet show is on. Is that right? We, yes. We knew that. Remember, Jason, we knew that because yep. before Doug Peterson was even fired, there were reports that came out immediately after Jim Schwartz yes. and he was done that the Eagles went to him, to Schwartz, to try to retain him and bring him back as D.C. So follow the line here. That wouldn't have saved Doug Peterson's job if the owner didn't like him anyway. They would have been right back to where they were when they hired Doug which is where they were when they hired Sirianni yes. in a position where they're going to say, all right, you, you know, you bring in your guy for now. And then from there, here's another thing too. And this is selfish. This is extremely 100% selfish as a fan of a football team, but I'm pissed off that the quarterback that I root for isn't just disgruntled. He's disgruntled. And right now bad. Deshaun Watson is just disgruntled. Like right. we could be in the game for Deshaun Watson. But we can't because the quarterback for the team that we root for is simply just disgruntled or is, is disgruntled and bad, not simply just disgruntled. Well, you know, at the end of the day, Carson played his way into this. I mean, he didn't have to play that bad. He could have just fundamentally stopped yeah. doing what he was doing and, and could have played better. No, seriously, I mean, he, he, he yeah. could have played better if he would have just stopped trying to go out there and be a cowboy. Yeah. You know, just play – Within the framework of the offense, take what the defense is getting. That's what I'm saying. Is it's not his DNA. So I, I I can't feel sorry for Carson on anything that happens to him right now because he hasn't shown me that he that logically he can think about being a good quarterback because he still wants to go back to the old school way, which is not working of playing. But but, but Barrett, don't, don't you think that he's been dealt kind of a gong show scenario here? Absolutely. Ooh. I mean, he, it's it's crazy. I mean, everything that's happened, him getting benched, uh, them firing the coach, you know, and they're saying it's his fault. You know, all this stuff, he's he's asked for a trade but hasn't asked for a trade, hadn't talked to anybody in the media since the 12th game of the season. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? That's bad. But it still doesn't change the fact of what the product that he put on the field is think, why he's going through this. He I shouldn't have put that bad of a product on the field. It goes, it goes back even further, though, when Alshon speaking to Josina about him. Right. It, 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 I mean, there's years of this going on now. The two articles. Yeah. Two articles last three, two yep. and a half years. Here's the thing. It's really – it's it is funny because I have her up right now on Twitter. And I'm going to compare – because I'm going to compare the tweet where – one tweet from one person versus a tweet that should exist, that could exist, even from our own buddy Rob Motti here in Philadelphia. But Carson Wentz isn't even talking through somebody. Deshaun Watson is talking at least through Josina Anderson, requested a trade for multiple reports. That's him and his camp. My understanding is Watson has not formally waived his no-trade clause yet. We'll see if Texans acquiesce. What teams come forward with deliberate offers and impact on Watson's interest in timing to relinquish leverage? That's not coming directly from his agent or his camp. That's my point is that we don't even see that from our quarterback right. here in Philadelphia. At least Watson, you can rip him all you want. That's fine. But at least he's putting out some form of communication like, look, I'm trying, but these guys aren't helping. Well, that that's a bad move by him because what it does is it kills the team's leverage. They know when no. soon as you, it's a it's a depreciating asset. As soon as everybody knows he wants out, we even for a quarterback, the Jets are going to give up a, an arm and a leg. I, I disagree, Jason, only because I think you can regain leverage in the open market if you. Yeah, find well, maybe you can get more teams involved. That's all. 
But here's the only reason why I brought her up was that at least Deshaun is doing that. And we can't even say that here. Why? Because he's not going public. Just say anything, man. Well, that's what I was saying yesterday that like, I think his agent or somebody should, should get him a statement or something to, you know, to release about what his thoughts are on the new coat, whatever it is. His position. but Carson has done enough to, you know, to devalue himself. You talk about deleveraging yourself. Yeah. Carson's play has deleveraged himself. Right. He did that. that, that he, he put that, that on product his own. out there. Yeah. Yeah. He put that, when you put that product out there, you, you can't say anything. You know, your hands are tied behind your back no matter what happened or what you've done. Yeah. There's 12 what's games of film. Yeah. What's the opposite of, uh, what did you say, deleverage? Deleverage. Yeah. What's the opposite of that? Because that's what Joel Embiid has done. Oh, he's an appreciating asset, not a depreciate. What did you see what Frank Reich said about Carson, though, when they went back to his draft year and they talked to the people at at North Dakota that he used to argue with everybody? Yeah. And he viewed that as a good thing, right? He he did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You're not a talk show host guy. (laughs) Turn the button off and go throw a football. Yeah. You're not a talk show host guy. Okay. (laughs) I said, football. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, you, you, in order, you can only do that when you're Seriously, playing well. What the hell's going on? You can only do that when you're playing well. If you're not playing well, just keep your mouth shut. Absolutely. Joel Embiid is, is on fire. We got to talk about that last night. The continued bid at the top of the East. We got the best team. In the East, taking on the defending champs, and it was a defensive struggle. But hey, Sixers got one over, and the ridiculous line of props are out already. And I have a couple of theories Good. here. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I know I'm, you are. I've dropped in ten so far, and That's, I might triple. Oh that my up. god, we can uh, have triple it. <laughs> now I'm just gonna let you know. Oh, we do have the Scotty Miller clip as well. We'll listen to that coming up. It is the middle, all four of us here, Tuesday, Thursdays, with Jason Martinez, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander on phillyvoice.com slash the middle and SportsMap Radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. to make sure. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Say, man, Tobias Harris played really well this year. Yeah, yeah he has. He's That's definitely getting what you come to see. Look at the Dude, difference a coach makes. When when Embiid went down last night, I know, Aton, you said we were on the phone outside or something. You didn't see it at live. Yeah, I, was, I just had to run out quick, right? When he went down, I thought he broke his pelvis. Oh, I, I thought it was text. over. And I was like, oh, man. So here's the thing. I saw your text, and initially I thought you were pulling a me. 
which is like Sixers turned, you know, like there was a run and all of a sudden the Sixers are down. Six. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you freaking out. Oh, well, maybe he had a bet. My quarter bet. The over's going to hit. Now. No, I didn't have a bet. I was just like, oh, my God, because this no, guy's he's, he's got right back right problems no, already. Fine. I'm like, oh, my God, here There's we no go. Way he plays against Minnesota. And I'm no, like, no, absolutely not. No, I'm not totally a snowball's not chance in hell. Man, it's crazy though. Like Shake Milton too. These guys under Doc, those two guys alone could be so so key in this run, man. Shake well, Milton man, bench. Accountability may be the the greatest coaching trait you can have as a head coach in professional sports, especially with these athletes today. I don't know. Absolutely right, man. You know the fact. You know even when they when they when you heard him on the bench and talking on the bench. You know first thing he said, "Hey guys." We have, you know, we have been stinking the place up when we allow teams to come back and, and, and play with us. You know, let's 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 keep playing hard. Don't let it slip away. Brett would have never said that. Nope. Yeah, you also wouldn't have. I mean, that game, that game might have been lost. I say might have, but baby, that game might have been lost last year. They also did. Oh yeah, have, it would have. Like Tobias Harris was a different player last year, though. It was a pretty big meltdown when you think about it. I mean, oh, I know yeah. they won the game, but Jesus. But, you know, we'll talk about that in a sec. That's a gut check, though. <laughs> Everybody's concerned about beer On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A lot of talk, I'm sure, around the <clears throat> nation about what happened last night with the flagrant, also the flagrant that followed. But just as we were coming back live on the stream, the four of us now, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Jason Martinez is in the house, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, and Aton Shander on phillyvoice.com slash the middle beyond of Sports Map Radio, 1490 AM, sports betting radio in Atlantic City. Was anybody really worried? And I don't mean about MB. Because once you see that, you see Embiid get back up, you exhale. If you have a player that you root for, or we rooted for in the past, that you know you hold your breath every time they go down. Embiid is one of them. But he gets back up. He stays in the game. In fact, he gets a flagrant of his own, a little bit less of a flagrant, but still of his own a minute and a half later anyway against Anthony Davis. So I, I don't mean that. I don't mean were you worried over there. I wasn't worried as soon as I saw him get up and get back to the game. I was worried, and shame on me for being worried, but I was worried when they started to blow that 14-point lead. In the yes, I was too. That's when I got worried. Yeah. I was like, this is a, a classic meltdown here. Well, I, I didn't think of it like that because we know that's when LeBron goes into LeBron yep. mode. So yep. I, I expected that. I knew they weren't going to keep that lead for – for long in the fourth quarter. I expected, you know, LeBron to turn it up and them for them to come back. But I didn't expect for them to win the game. I mean, they they stuck with it. Uh Tobias Harris, I mean, that he him and Doc Rivers right now are are are, are great together. Some and I, I'm glad that man. I'm, I'm glad see, that this Do you see Magic was tweeting nonstop last night? No, I had, the game? I had him muted. So did I miss good tweets? Oh, he was loving Tobias last night. I think I reported a couple of his tweets as spam a couple of times. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, can you just relax? God. I, I hate that Caruso guy. Who? For the Lakers. Oh, oh, oh. Alex. Oh, yeah. The guy from Texas A&M. I can't uh, stand him. 
No, but, you know, but to, to Barrett's point real quick, yeah. you knew that the Lakers were going to push back. Right. And it was just a question of they were going to try, they were going to do everything they could to recapture momentum. That could the Sixers find a way to grab it again at a key time? And they did. And, and good on Tobias. Well, it, look, it, it took the end. Yeah. Right? It took the end. And yeah, there was a heave from, from Anthony Davis. Who knows what happens? That goes in and, and people talk about it a little differently. But I, I think, and, and this is probably more relevant, and I'm saying this guessing than not definitive, in lower scoring sports or sports in which a goal or something, a point means everything. A where a lot of, like, like hockey, for example, right? Where there are times in which you're playing against one of, or if not the best team in the league, you don't care. So you don't look and, and, and nitpick. It's like, did we survive or did we not? And you look at how you survived and you think, okay, then the next stage is, was that way of surviving sustainable? Did we have to survive in double overtime because somebody on our fourth line came through with a garbage goal versus did Tobias Harris, the number two guy that you should count on to knock down a shot, come through? So I think ultimately they survived. That's great that's point. The yep. It's a great point because I, I talk about this with the Flyers, especially in the beginning of this year, that the process was not – uh, the result wasn't equating to the process. The process was flawed. They were getting away with it. Still, they have. They have four wins, and the process has not been good. But that is not sustainable. Sometimes you play really well, and you lose. But you go, okay, we're good with the process. We keep doing that. We're going to win. And so, well, and and the opposite is true as well. I thought the process led to the result last night for the Sixers. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I thought that they took a they, – they grew in this game. They took a step in the right direction. Yep. You know, I mean, look, looking at even, – even if you look at, you know, Green Bay and in uh, Tampa Bay in that game, you know, the process of, of, of the way Brady won that game, I didn't think it was sustainable because it was big plays that they had. But if you look the way Green Bay went down methodically, ran the ball, threw the ball – and, and almost won the game. Well, I thought that was more sustainable than the way the big plays were happening for Tampa Bay. But look, who won? Tampa Bay won. Kind of the same thing, you know, if, it were, if they were winning, but they were winning bad, I say, ah, you know, I'm not believing in what the Sixers are doing. But I believe in what they're doing because they're doing it methodically. They're, they're, they're making sure they're staying in games just by the mere fact that they're taking shots this year. I mean, Green does not have a problem at all coming down and letting it go. Embiid, even from the three-point range, we're saying, you know, we're not saying what we used to say last year. Last year, oh, I'm glad I'm mad. He pissed off he's taking three points. No, he goes down. That's a shot that he might make now, so we're good with it. You know, they're shooting right now. And, and it, it, I, I remember us going down last year and the year before and not even taking a shot, you know, having a right. turnover. It's the difference between the way they're playing now and the, what they did last year. How much do you attribute all this to coaching, guys? A lot, a lot to me, of it. A, a lot huge of it. part of it. A but lot of it. Though, no question. Thing. Yep. It, it's also, and here, here's the thing, though. I, I don't want to disconnect, and we're going all over the place in different sports, and I'll bring in Doug here. Sometimes in sports, a lot of times when you reach that pro level, and we have a pro here, too, in Barrett, it's not just are you getting the right message? Are you listening? Are you taking it in? Are you responding to it? So I would say it's a heavy combination of a new, powerful, respected voice but Tobias Harris is responding to coaching. Shake mm -hmm. Milton is responding to coaching. That's a huge difference. Now, it doesn't mean that Brett Brown wasn't saying at times the right thing. Hell, Doug Peterson was probably saying. The message was lost. See, yeah, there you go. I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it to you, but I got to go with Carson and, 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 and Doug. The message was not getting there. It no. wasn't getting appropriated. I don't, not, not, on the, not on the practice field. 
and it definitely wasn't get it done on the uh, on the playing field yeah, when they're in game time situations. Right. Yeah, that so that's all wins. Yeah, right. But Tobias Harris is open to what Doc Rivers is saying. You know, even 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 you know Ben Ben is open to what Doc is saying. So you see his game starting to change and mature. Also, we knew we knew the player we had in Embiid, but we just didn't know we had a Tobias Harris. And now he's starting to take that step in the same direction he was doing when he you know got out got paid when he was in um. Um, you know, with, with right. Doc back with the Clippers. Here's the most important question. How different do we feel right now than we did a week or so into the season when it was just opening up and seeing a team go on a run, knowing that it was a long season despite – legit now. And playing some yeah. bad teams. Yeah. Also, you know, stacking yeah. wins against bad teams, which is what you're supposed to do. Yep. But it's hard to really get a long-term view – and, you know, an opinion on a team until they start beating teams like the, they beat the Celtics two times in a row. I know it was without Tatum, but now they beat the Lakers. They were at full steam. So now you're starting to get a real read on who this team is. And I think they're they're a team that can go to the at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, look, well, look what they look, did against Boston, right? Look what they've done against some of these teams. And Embiid's been consistent. Yeah. That's the thing. That, that Six games more is not enough. He's more yeah. professional right now. He's in shape. And, yeah. and it He's all comes shape. back to the one where it all comes back to accountability. And if you want to go back to Carson Wentz, what have we heard about him? He has no self-accountability. Yeah. None whatsoever. No, it doesn't take coaching well either. But no. you know, back back early back early when we were talking about the Sixers when they first couple of games, you, you made it very evident, um, Harry. I am not going for the fool's gold. This is all fool's gold to me. You told you said you kept right. repeating it. Don't prove Whoop, well, yeah. It, We'll talk later on. That's what right. you kept saying. We'll yeah. talk later on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You've got to give players the chance to play their way into a season, too. Right. You do. Right. <laughs> yes. Coming up in four minutes, a couple minutes on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, we'll be joined by an individual from CBS Sports who came out with a mock draft earlier this week that, through circumstance, has the Philadelphia Eagles taking a quarterback. Justin Fields with the number six overall pick. And I got to be honest with you, it's growing on me. Oh, no. You're becoming a fan of this. The quarterback coach thing. I can't get by the quarterback coach. Fool's go. Fool's go. I got a tag here. No. Come on, man. Come on now. Seriously. I told you. He coached two different type of quarterbacks, man. All right. Well, we'll coach them both. We'll do that coming up next. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle sports radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here, they wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. To make sure. Hmm. What am I doing, man? I bought some Ford stock, um, some Ford stock, you know, <clears throat> Uh, about a year, year and a half ago, and I have seen nothing happen with it. I'm thinking Ford's got it's got to come back, man. Ford, man, we're talking about Ford, Henry Ford. Yeah, the automotive industry will come back. 
Right, but it's I've been a year and a half with the same Scott stock, and it's, it's doing nothing for me. It's not going anywhere, though. It's, it's almost like, you know, Maytag, you know. It's not going anywhere. It's staying the same. GE is staying the same. Well, GE's da- kind of down right now, but, you know, I know eventually it's going to go back up. Can I wait it out? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm starting to get nervous. No, don't cash out, though. <laughs> By the way, I did not give up eight goals in my beer league game last night for those people in the comment section. Oh, they were, yeah, they've been kind of on you, man. Well, I've been they, playing they, like they, crap. They said they want a, they want a, a beer league breakdown. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm trying to forget last night's beer league game. We should have won. We didn't. So, lost two. Bro, so, so, Martin, how, how do you do that, man? How do you, how do you continue to play, man? Because I, I can't even play basketball anymore. When I go now, I go play pickup games. I don't go full court. I go half court, and that's it, man. I know. And I'm 48, dude, and I play with all the young guys. Dude, I'm 48 also, so I'm not I'm not trying to play with him. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Harry, what's his Twitter? I'm sorry. Uh, his Twitter? Oh, hold on a second. Da. Yes, sir. Ford Bronco. The new one's nice. At, I got the old one. At Chris Trapasso. T-R-A-P-A-S-S-O. Gotcha. John Egan did not score on me. He does not play in my league. I think I think he's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're getting personal now, man. Yeah. You can't do that now. Don't get personal. You can't get personal. Yeah, Egan was all about this stock thing. I, t- I tweeted him. I go, your investment banking days are over. <laughs> Good. <laughs> back, back, back to the piggy bank you go, I said. Well, look, Jeff Bruder said GE is trash. Who's taking, I'm, I'm, who's taking stock advice from like that'd be worse than taking stock advice from <laughs> fill in the blank analogy. Jesus. Rather well, see, that's why I thought that's why I thought Ford stock was gonna be good. Cause I mean Ford Bronco, the new Ford Broncos out. It's nice, mid-size, but you know. Oh yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Joey B, where you at? Oh yeah. He gets stinks. <laughs> he does. Jason Martinez with us. It's a Thursday. We'll have fake news coming up with Ron Culver in the house producing the show back in Houston. Chris is going to join us from CBS Sports in a second. I see the Flyers right now, minus 167 on the money line. Told you about the Flyers. Winning that first period the other night, Jason, you talked me out of it. You stunk. I didn't, I didn't, how do you remember things? I don't talk to you. I didn't talk you out of anything. <laughs> on the text chain. Do you not remember the text chain? I said took first period flyer. Yeah, what did I say? Nothing. Why? I didn't even respond. No, you you, you questioned it. You yes, did. You responded why with like six with four question marks. Took yeah. my flyers to win. I, you, I was saying why about something else. No, you doubted his play. <laughs> You doubted the play. That's what I took from it. Yep. And yep. I didn't play it, and it hit. And you I got to check like it. Skunk. Check, check it, Jason. Check it, Jason. Uh, I don't have time to look through my phone. It is 978 texts about Musiani. <laughs> right, right below the <laughs> app. Took the Flyers to win the first period. And then he says, why? Why? It sounded like Nancy Kerrigan on the text board. Why? I was like, oh, no. All right. I won't play it. I won't play it. Who do you like? You like the fly? You got to like the Flyers tonight. 167. They they come right off that tough win. They they grind out. They muck out a tough win. Dude, they're, getting, they're putting Carter Hart back in the night after going postal on the post. Oh, I got some Carter Hart stuff today, too. Do you? Oh, yeah. For the, For the middle. Oh, you like stats? No, not stats. Music uh, is it? Uh, a story. 
Oh, let's oh. Go. oh yeah. Chris, well, is I, I mean, we're waiting on Chris. Oh, I don't okay. want to. So I don't want to just put this in there. I mean, since we have Mert on, uh, this this applies to another thing that Jason enjoys doing too. So it's perfect. I don't want to. Have, I don't want to short shrift. I know what point. it is. Oh, I will just say this. Uh, no, I won't say it. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get, I'll end up giving away Harry's story. Yeah, I, I thought the. No, I'll say it when he does it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got some advanced numbers though. Thankfully. I wanted to. I wanted to look at. Chris, we'll you have later. no idea what you've done here. You have saved a, a, just wow. a tailspin of a conversation, yeah. and you pulled Jason Bertitas, one of our co-hosts, out of it. So thank, thank God. You, and foremost, Chris Trapasso joining us at Chris Trapasso on Twitter. And you can read him, CBS Sports, all things for the NFL, NFL Draft as well, at CBS Sports and Blue Wire Pods as well, the Prospect Podcast. So I'm Aton Shander. You can see Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, Chris, first and foremost. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. And, and this is fun to be a part of this big panel here uh, oh, to talk no. about the Eagles draft. No Combined IQ of a buck 80. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect any insightful comments except from the former player. Right, That's right, right. We, yeah, I want to thank Chris, too, personally, for pulling us out of a boring hockey oh, rabbit hole. It was, <laughs> it was rough. Jason's our hockey guy, works with the Flyers and is a lifer. And he he was he sensed an opening and was dragging us into it. <laughs> sucking us down, man. It's sucking us down, man. But um, of course, you know the situation here. You know the situation here in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. We don't know if you can fix Carson, if we want to fix Carson, if we want to go Hurts, you know. And lo and behold, you suck us down your own rabbit hole. And, 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 and we're going with Ohio State's quarterback man how do you get to that assumption well first off i have to say there is a caveat with this i do a mock draft every single week for cbs sports so just giving the eagles jamar chase or Devonte smith was kind of getting a little bit old yeah it's too boring <laughs> so but i didn't just throw that pick in there willy-nilly i think if you look at where the eagles are they I do think Carson Wentz will be on a different team next year. He's that, that ship has kind of sailed. I think after Doug Peterson was fired, I think that was kind of uh, the biggest indication that Carson Wentz, and then everything that's come out of that Wentz has said in the locker room and the film room. So I think, I don't know if the Eagles are going to hitch their wagon to Jalen hurts. He only had a completion percentage of 52 uh, this past season, two back-to-back 300 yard games against the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Um, but I think he has a long way to go as a passer and a team that's about 50 million over the cap. I think they're a little bit closer to rebuilding than they are to truly be Super Bowl contenders. They don't expect to be picking in the top 10. It doesn't happen very often. So I think for the Eagles with a smart GM in, in Howie Roseman, when you're picking that high, pick the player that is playing the most valuable position on the field. That's quarterback and let Fields and Jalen Hurts battle it out. Whoever loses, you either keep Justin Fields, or if he wins, you ship off Jalen Hurts or keep him as that sub-package player in 2021. Damn it, Chris. Chris you make it too much sense. Well, except Damn for it. one part about the smart thing about the GM. Um, this GM, <laughs> his draft history, Chris, isn't uh, littered with uh, great picks. And drafting six, and we know how they ended up drafting there with basically tanking that last game, putting Nate Sudfeld in. Where are the, the, the kind of – the tiers of this draft. Where's the first drop off? Where's the second drop off? Because what people want to know is can Howie possibly screw up six? 
Well, I think that's a good point. That last tanking game where Jalen Hurts wasn't necessarily playing very well, 7 of 20 for only like 72 yards with an interception. Uh, I think that was an indication to me that they were trying to get as high as they could to pick a quarterback. With mm. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson, I think those are the quarterbacks that are concrete inside the top 10 after that i think there's a pretty big fall and a drop off you have trey lance from north dakota state only played one game this season only had one year as a full-time starter at a lesser uh or a small school level played lesser competition there's mac jones he's not really exciting in terms of his athleticism so you want to be picking like probably inside the top seven or eight, I think with the Lions sitting there and the Panthers sitting right behind them, if they don't pick a quarterback, Justin Fields would ultimately be off the board. It does open up for the possibility of a wide receiver too. I think Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase, um, the two SEC receivers are the cream of the crop. Jalen Waddell too from Alabama. Those three wide receivers and those three quarterbacks, I think are like entrenched inside the top 12 of the 2021 draft. All right, so with this pick of of uh, Justin Fields, you have Carson Wentz being moved. Now that's not that easy to do. I think that would take some some of Carson Wentz's uh, camp to accommodate to do something to help accommodate that trade. Where do you think are you linking the dots with Frank Reich, or is there some other place that you think might be a, a landing spot for Wentz? Yeah, I've tried not to overthink this too much. I think, like you just mentioned, for Carson Wentz and his team to kind of accommodate uh, what needs to happen for a trade to actually go down, I think he would love to go to Indianapolis, rejoin Frank Reich behind that good offensive line. They need to add some weapons, but I think uh, you know, moving conferences too, I think that's the spot where Carson Wentz will ultimately go. It'll be interesting to see, too, what the Eagles could get in return for someone that three years ago was an MVP candidate has dealt with injuries. And then arguably at times this past season was like the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Like no can they get a second rounder, a third rounder? It, it will be interesting to see, but I think you can connect the dots to a lot of other places. There's so many quarterback needy teams, but I think he'll land up uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. Chris, I'm curious when you just scan across the draft board and doing this once a week for CBS. And again, Chris Trapasso is on Twitter at Chris Trapasso, CBS sports, the prospect podcast on blue wire pods. How likely is it? Because it seems more and more likely by the day that a scenario could play out where two or maybe three of those quarterbacks that before you reach that line off the board, the two wide receivers could be off the board as well. And there isn't something smacking Howie Roseman dead in the face and saying, Hey, go ahead, draft this young man. That's where I, and I think a lot of others believe he is a lock to trade back. Do you feel that? Yeah I, yeah, I think based on that scenario that you just kind of laid out, that if if they don't love Justin Fields uh, or, or if those three quarterbacks are already gone by pick six and maybe, you know, the top five is three quarterbacks and two wide receivers, at that point, I think it would make sense for the Eagles to start fielding trade offers, that there'll probably be a team that would love to pick Justin Fields that's picking later, closer to the back end of the top 10 or outside of the top 10 because like I said at the beginning, I would like a trade down because the Eagles, I think, are further away from contending than I think a lot of their fans probably want to accept right now. Trading down, getting more picks, getting cheap talent, um, young talent onto this roster is really what this team needs. Well, you know, I, I like your uh, um, your assessment of Patrick Sertain. You know, I've been screaming his name for the past <laughs> couple of weeks of being, you know, one of the top DBs in this draft. And that's what actually the direction I want the Eagles to go. 
But, you know, what value in your evaluation, what made him the best DB you saw on the board? Just because he has the NFL bloodlines, obviously, with his dad playing in the NFL and that there are stories that have come out that his dad was teaching him cornerback technique when he was like five years old. The fact right. that he's, the fact that he's big physical. And I think he's a pretty good athlete for his size. A lot of these bigger corners, when they're dealing with these smaller and shifty wide receivers, they kind of get lost at the line of scrimmage. I think Sertan has a good blend of using his hands and he has the hips and the fluidity to stay with those wide receivers. If the Eagles do need a corner, which they do, um, I think he would be certainly in play at number six. Would he move the needle a ton? I I just don't think so. I, for a team that I'm not used to seeing inside the top 10 in the Eagles picking this high, I think you go with the absolute highest value position, quarterback, wide receiver. I think corner's up there too, um, and they've needed some more young cornerback help for a long time. So Sertan's probably the dark horse selection to be there at number six. Hey, Chris, when, when you look at the, the NFL, I have a rule about the NFL draft in the first two rounds. Never pick a player when there's a player from an SEC school, ACC, or Big Ten that's that comes from a school that's more known for academics or their basketball team. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have taken Wilford Montgomery at Abilene Christian. No, I wouldn't have because that's my rule. <laughs> now, there's outliers like Zach Ertz from Stanford, and there's other outliers, obviously. But when you look at the big schools, the big programs, especially this year where so many college games were canceled, do you expect to see just more players of volume going out in the draft and taken from the bigger name schools because of that, that element of it? And because you know, it, they don't have as much data this year as they normally would in a draft year. Yeah, I think to your point, first off, that's a pretty funny uh, kind of philosophy to have. And it's it probably, if you look at it, it it's probably true. You want to pick players from schools that are known for their football programs, yep. not for, you know, how high the GPAs are of all the, the, the players coming out or how good they are on the hardwood. Uh, I think for the opt-out players in particular, um, we're going to see a lot of those players fall down the draft because they're just kind of out of sight, out of mind. And like you said, there's just not the film from 2020. We're not getting a combine. So those pro day numbers that always get fudged, that's going to be the main vertical and broad jump and three cone drill that we're going to see. Um, so it's definitely going to be like it's been for the past year with everything, an unprecedented draft because we did have the combine last year and then things kind of got crazy. But this year, I think there'll be a lot more draft boards that have drastically different players, you know, within the top 32 or inside a top 50. Well, one of the things that we've been burying here because we're so Eagle centric is that part of the other uh, uh, big part of your mock draft is the trades uh, above the Eagles. Deshaun Watson going to the Jets. And of yeah. course, the Houston Texans moving on with a new quarterback. They get the guy out of BYU, according to you. But Matthew Stafford going to the Washington football team with some sort of a trade. You put Matthew Stafford uh, with that defense and some of the other players that they have, that could be a, a serious football team going forward if that trade were to be made. Well, yeah, I mean, just before I came on here, we've seen so many reports on Twitter from Adam Schefter that Deshaun Watson officially asked for a trade from the Houston Texans. So it's a fun first day on the job for their new head coach, David Culley. Um, so I think that trade ultimately goes down, whether it's the New York Jets, they have more ammunition, two first-rounders this year, two first-rounders next year, or it's the Dolphins. That was originally the team that Deshaun Watson said he wanted to go with. They have two first-rounders this year, of course. Um, I think that ultimately goes down. Matthew Stafford, though, I think to your point, if you add him to that team and the new Washington football GM, Martin Mayhew, 
was the GM in Detroit who drafted Matthew Stafford in 2009, his first ever draft pick as a GM. That was me kind of connecting the dots there. I try not to overthink that one either. Um, It'll probably just take a first round selection. And again, tying that back to the Eagles, I wonder what Carson Wentz will be able to fetch. If he can get a second or a third round pick, uh, I think that would be a great uh, compensation for a player that's really fallen off a cliff. Chris, yeah, thank right. you so much, man. Appreciate the time, and we look forward to Thanks, Chris. the next one next thank week. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you. Thanks, man. Chris. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. Chris Trapasso joining us again, CBS Sports. Take a quick one. Wrap the hour coming up next on the network. It's The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle and Sports Map Radio. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Was that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was really good. Dude, that's yeah. got a really difficult job this year. Yeah. Doing mocks. Yeah, every week. And oh. plus, you don't you haven't seen all the teams play. Right. You oh, know, that, that is crazy, man. This this is gonna be a tough draft, you know. That's why, you know, I I, I just see the Eagles just messing this up simply because they just don't have I mean, this this going to be a unique draft in the first place. Even when they had everything set in, li- in line, they di- still didn't, uh, you know, do right in the draft. So, I mean, this is just really going to be tough, man. All right. What do you say? Less information may help them. Right. <laughs> oh, man. You got to move on from Carson. Let me get just looking. I mean, I, I like I said, the new um, the new quarterbacks coach. Better I mean, he had he had to coach trash and uh, Trask and this um, athletic quarterback. So he's used to coaching both styles of quarterback. You know, but you not insert two offenses. No, you can't. You can't. Not at this level. No, it just doesn't work. He'll do two things poorly as opposed to one thing well. Right. Right. I don't know, man. This is this is gonna be a tough, tough, tough draft. I don't know what direction they're gonna go as far as um, you know, the first two picks, the first round and second round pick. Because that means they got to score. They got to have somebody play and come in and play. Hey, first hey two picks. you talk to guys around the league. Um, how is Howie viewed? Because Chris said a good GM. I, I I think a lot of people view him as a good GM. Except- That's it. He, does he just look good from afar, but is far from good? The reason he looks good because um, you know what what, he, what he's what he's done with that Super Bowl team. He's he's good when they look at him bringing in um, free agents, his ability to work the cap. You know, those are the those are the instances where he looks good at. But as far as the draft, they think he's average with the draft. But he's they say he's magical as far as bringing in free agent and adjusting the cap to fit whatever they have going on right. around him. Let him handle the cap. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't know really about his personnel 
um, decisions. On the sports map right in the draft. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so winding down here, are we going to get to that Carter Hart thing at the top of the hour? Is that? Yeah, we can do that then during the, what, the first six minutes? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. that on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Now, a question was asked of me on the stream, but I think Carrie Mays is the better person to ask here. Kevin, pardon me, Ryan Bloomfield has asked about my golf bets for the farmers this weekend. I have not looked at anything. In fact, I would defer anyway, even if I did, to Harry. Well, I don't even have an out. I don't even have a long shot outside of maybe Rory Sabatini. Sabatini, wow! No, uh, you you would not want to uh, take my picks based on how I did last week. I was one of my worst weeks ever uh, since uh, getting involved in gambling on golf. I hate that tournament, and it showed. Uh, but this week, yeah, I, I have a full DFS lineup in. I can put that out on Twitter. But I, I actually took Rory McIlroy for a top five. I think he's going to show up coming back wow. on a on a G five from Abu Dhabi. I think he'll he'll be fine. I put him in there. I got Victor Hovland in a top 20. Um, Ooh, Cam Davis, Cam Davis from Australia. And Not Cam uh, Neely. Taylor yeah. Gooch. The Gooch? The Gooch. Gooch is playing? Yes. Our old promotions guy? Correct. Jesus. Yeah. He's the a hell Gooch. of a player. This he Gooch. is. We actually won some money last year off the Gooch. And Hideki Matsuyama, too, is another guy. Now, do you go any three ball or are you just a deuce? No, and then I took a matchup. I took Woodland. I, who was he over? Gary Woodland in a matchup over Ryan Moore. I remember that. And uh, I took top three Australians. Cam Davis will fit into that at plus money wow. at plus 125. I'm going to oh. take Doc Redman beating Norlander and Ustazen. Beautiful. Dude, Louie. <laughs> We're back with the Carter Hart thing. Second hour, fake news, a lot of things happen on the network. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, so what the hell's going on here? Jason says Carter Hart's back. This is the first time he's been back since he melted down right. over the weekend because the Moose had to step in and take care of business on Monday night. Yeah, the did Moose. You any, did you the think mo- any different? The Moose is Barrett's guy. Don't, yeah, you know, did you think any different? that. I think I hate the moose now just because you, you riled him up. I, I know, I know. Now I now I loathe the moose. But I didn't um do anything wrong but win games, but Barrett's all over now. I'm out. Yeah, Car- you know. Carter Hart's two two and one with a four point one eight goals against Ooh. and an eight eighty save percentage, which is not very good. In five starts, he's allowed ten goals over his last two games. You remember uh his last we saw him, he was trying to smash his stick. Over the goal, over the goal net. Uh, but I found out uh, last night by reading uh, Philly Inquire, Philly.com, I think it was Sam Carcitti. Ah, uh, the Broad uh, Street Bull. Yeah, the Broad Street Bull checked in with uh, the way he relieves stress, this Carter Hart, is by playing guitar. He's picked it back up. 
Yeah, so he picked it back up. So I guess he put it down for a little while. Yeah. But things are so tough now with the expectations that Barrett always talks about on Carter Hart that he got back into playing guitar and he was trying to learn the Smashing Pumpkins song the other night, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Yes. Fitting lyric too, Harry, in that song, Despite All My Rage. I'm still just a rat, rat in, a cage. in a cage. Does any any lyric apply to a goaltender who just smashes stick over the net more than that one? It is perfect. Oh, How many times have you been called a rat? All, all the time. All the time, right? Yeah, from a rink rat to just a rat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, Gargano used to go, he's a rat. Oh, he is a rat. That imitation to mockery. Carter Hart's an axeman? Yeah, he's yeah, an axe guy. He he got a new uh, guitar. I've actually gone talked to him about it quite a bit because, as you know, I'm a musician as well and a guitar player. And he he's a Paul Reed Smith guy. Oh yeah, PRS. He's a PRS, which are made in Baltimore. Nice. Um, and he's really is into that, like the like classic rock. Than a Stratocaster, or you know, where That's would you left Paul? Paul Reed you? Smith is a very finely made guitar. It's very not nice as popular, guitar. but it's a great guitar. It's not old school. It's kind of when did they start? Maybe in the eighties. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. Hair. It's yeah. Carlos Santana made it very right. Popular. Right. Yeah, I got you then. I got you then. Carlos Santana. I got you. Yep. Yeah. And um, he's more into playing like classic rock. He likes like Skinner and stuff like that. Right. But he's learning, just learning the guitar, and he uses it as a way to decompress. And I talked to him when they were in the bubble. He brought his guitar and a little practice amp in the bubble in Toronto because they had so much downtime, so that he could and sit in his room because they can't really cavort. Co- co- Cavort. So he would sit in his room and play. And Alex Lyon, the other goal, the third goalie, is a player as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah, Al said he didn't have the, quite the guitar that Carter has because it'll make the same kind of scratch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that <laughs> means a lot, man. Oh, wow. Now, week- can you play that song, Jason? Do you, do you, can you uh, belt I, that out? A couple of licks? To- uh, I don't have anything plugged in, but um, uh, I, I could get something during a break. I used to know. It's not real complicated. I didn't think it was that hard. Billy Corgan. Let's not act yeah. like it's Bach. Right, right. <laughs> now, he's so a good player. But. So, Harry, Harry, what do you play, Harry? Harry, what do you play? What? Yeah, he, he's, he's taught himself how to play something. I'm what teaching myself how to play the piano. Okay, he plays guitar, too. Harry yeah. plays guitar. Yeah, I haven't played the guitar in a while. But, yeah, I, I can play a little guitar. I'm learning the piano. Well, yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. Multi-talented. Hard. This yeah. is the guitar. There, this, that's a Les that's Paul. That's a Les Paul. A Gibson Les Paul right there. Well, that's what I was asking about that piece of junk that Carter Hart's using. That's all. <laughs> over on the wall, over on this other wall over here, I should grab it, is the Dime Bag. Oh, yeah. I got a signed Dime Bag Daryl guitar. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. And now, what, what kind was that? Was that? Washburn. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what Here, I'll was. grab it so you can see it. He's a Washburn guy only, right? Not Barry Washburn. <laughs> Not Washburn, not Washburn from Detroit. That uh, <laughs> listen. Now that's a guitar. Oh, look at that! Wow, you, that's you gotta, have to have a car. You have to have a car that's painted the same way to have a car like that. That's got to have incredible action on it. Like what's that? That's got to have incredible action on it. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, you got a whammy bar on that sucker or what? It is. It's got a floating yeah. tremolo called a little Floyd tremolo Rose. bar. Yeah, with a lock nut at the top of the headstock. <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> Our fingers are too big to play anything like that, man. Jeff Bruder says, not Jim Washburn in the wide <laughs> yeah, nine. That's, wow. yeah. <laughs> that's what I tried to mention. I couldn't get it out. Like Great work by him, man. Great work. I couldn't get it out the same way, but yeah, that's great work by him. Jim yeah, Washburn. Like, <laughs> that was the one. That was the play right there. 
The wide and I got, and I got a, a Tony Iommi uh, SG over there too, Hair. Oh yeah, from his? No, no, no. It's oh, just okay. a black SG. Okay, Tony Iommi, of course, a Black Sabbath Barrett. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Well, you know what? I've noticed that you know, at this point, man, you have expensive taste, Jay. Expensive taste. Oh yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not drinking Vladimir, Hair. No, I, I don't drink it anymore. But yeah, <laughs> you're a Bellevue guy. Yeah. Shoot, man. All right, anytime you still with us, or, or did you freeze up? Well, he's no, probably he's placing bets. Play. Yeah, not he's like tonight. guitar. I'm out. I'm a beatbox. <laughs> three to three in the NBA, five or six in college. I'll, I'll take the night off. <laughs> you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now. I place on the slots. Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. I could see Barrett playing the Hooter. Live from the O'Reilly or the bagpipes. I gotta ask him. I can't. All right, second hour here with fake news with Ron Colburn. About 20 minutes. We don't have anybody in the guest slot this hour, so we're going to be pretty much wide open with whatever's going on. We talked a little bit about this Carter Hart thing, and I don't feel any better about placing a bet on the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. But I'm sure here's what we need we got Harry. Dropping a nice little dime on us at the end of the first hour on who to take in the Farmers. Before we get out of here, in the next segment or the last big segment, Mertidis is going to hit us with a couple of things to look at tonight on the ice. How about 14 and, games tonight? 28 wow. teams in action. Pretty Woo. big schedule right there. You're gonna oh, that's a card. Locked to the <laughs> television. Now, speaking of locked to the television, I have odds on whether or not Miley Cyrus will show side boob in the Super Bowl. Well, we can hope. Yes. She's part of the show? She's part of the tailgate show. Oh, because the weekend is the show, right? Correct. The weekend is the show, but there's the tailgate show, which runs before. So this is, I guess it runs tailgate show. You've got the national anthem. There's a poem, the coin toss, the game, first quarter, first half, and then it goes through it. And then yeah. you have these ridiculous ones. But the tailgate show is now bettable. And the only bettable element of the tailgate show is Miley Cyrus, whether you'll see her stomach, her side boob, and what color hair she has. Well, she might not stop there. She might just get totally naked. You think so? She could. I would not put it past her. Well, what happened to the days where she used to be? She used to be somebody else, man, didn't she? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. What happened yeah. to Hannah Montana? Yeah. You're like 20 years She grew late. up. Yeah, oh. seriously. This is like asking. Puberty. <laughs> she grew up and got dirty. Perfect. You got a problem with that? <laughs> My fault, everybody. My fault. I, 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 I Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> she got dirty, Harry. <laughs> Not dirty, Harry, but she got dirty, comma, Harry. There's a difference. <clears throat> wow, wow. Yeah, you get it here. You get it here. I, I, I learn something every day, man. She's got a younger day. sister that's a musician now too. Oh yeah, yeah. She's pretty good. How how young? Uh, I think she's probably like 18, 19. <laughs> Is she at least 18? Otherwise, I'm, Harry, far as you know, Harry. Barrett's, Barrett's, Look, I, Barrett's trying to bring me back to Hannah Montana days to make me feel right. guilty. We'll be yeah. back. At <laughs> what we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here, they wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put 
that personal approach um, to the forefront. To make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. I got the mini acoustic hair for the uh, the bull the butterfly. Oh, nice! It's, it's yeah. the. There nice. you go. That's the chorus. Okay. A couple of simple chords there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just B G D A and then D A. Yeah. Not not difficult. Man, I, I tell you what, man. Jason. I haven't played that in a long time. <laughs> you're well-versed in a lot of things, man. Hockey and a musician. I'm and a, Harry, Harry, you never seem to, you know, I'm always amazed by the stuff that you do, bro. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, you know, all I did was play football and work on cars and build tables. This is the only thing I know what I had to do. Nothing else. I'd love to. I was a music minor in college. college. What is that? I was a music minor in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd I'd love to be able to work on a car. Take a car for two hours and got credit for that, bro. I I went. I yesterday. I I had I had an earth shattering day yesterday, man. I was able to install my um my um my wiring harness to my car. You know, wire by wire. I did it wire by wire. I had and it like works. Fifty wires, and I turned the key, and the car turned on. No way! Oh, that's a great feeling. It didn't start, but it turned on. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so I saw this too here as we continue. I, I didn't get any real response on whether or not to bet side boob or not, so I won't place that bet. How many times will Queen yeah. Latifah be said by Jim Nance on the broadcast? Over one and a half sits at a nice cushy return of plus 150 under one and a half is minus 200. I, I'd say over. Really, well, guys? Yeah. I'd, I'd say one time, and yeah. that's because of the equalizer show that she's going to And That's why I'm going to say in. two. That's why I'm going to say two. Because why would he say it twice? Because they're going to hype the hell out of that show, bro. They're going to yeah. hype the hell out of it. Yeah. What would that oh, sound yeah. like, Kyra, with, with Jim Nance saying that? Jeez. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. The only two Latifah. reasons I could see them saying it more than once would be to promo the hell out of it. Or yes. Tony Romo being like, there you go. 
Queen Latifah's doing what? <laughs> like, when don't be predicting what she's going to do, Aton. Well, no, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, next time you watch the Equalizer, you watch how Queen Latifah took that guy down with the arm bar and then kept him there with the headlock. Right. <laughs> she's got to do the arm bar, Jim. Yeah. That's Romo. Yeah, that was yeah. it, bro. But it's a just, great Romo, Harry. Doesn't that yeah. show come on right after the Super Bowl on on that Sunday? Yeah, the only way anybody will ever watch it, and I, I think it does. So he might say it more than once. This seems a little out. This seems a little unbelievable. Like it's not Queen Latifah twenty years ago kicking people's butt. It's older Queen Latifah. I like. Come on. She didn't have a taxi car. Remember You're right, Harry. Because it's on after that. Yeah. Could be like the Pat Summerall after it all news right. sixty minutes. Yeah. The murder she wrote with Angela Lansbury. Exactly. Over <laughs> one and a half is going to hit. Yeah, I think so. At plus one fifty, don't you have to? You got so, to. Well, that's Aton is knee deep in this oh, already. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, these are global props, so right. I don't place I don't place props on the global network. You're a worldsman. No, I'm not. I, I'm a isolationist when it comes to <laughs> props. Well, isolate your way from your phone so you can stop texting us all of them. Oh my God! Baby See now. Will that be said in reference to Mahomes? No is minus 3,000. Yes, Baby goat? Yeah. Do you, do you think Tony Romo has it in him? No. No. All right. What about correctly predicting an offensive play? Yes is minus 130, but no is only minus 110. I would think yes is a lock, and at Absolutely. minus 130, why not drop that in? But then yeah. I see no at minus 110. That, that's that's a little bit of, of a statement right there. Wait, what was it again? Yes is minus 130. Well, no the predicting a play. Correctly predict an <clears throat> offensive play. Oh, that's Just go for the arm bar. Yeah. That's a, that's a lock, man. He's yeah, I think lock, that's a lock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you think about this. He's doing nothing but watching film of both of these two teams for two weeks. Yeah. Two. Okay. You know? Okay. And you saw what he did in the, uh, the game before Buffalo, where he was, you know, where he predicted um, the vertical route going sideways, you know, perpendicular routes instead of the vertical routes. How he'll always cross the formation and you know nobody could run with him and and man to man, but in zone, even in zone, he yeah. was too fast to outrun the zone. So yeah, I could see that happening a lot. And plus with Kelsey, you know, Kelsey, how they're gonna yeah, you know, play Kelsey. How many times will Tony Romo mention his kids or children? Over a half, so just once is plus three hundred, under a half is minus five. But doesn't Nance bring them up a lot? Yes. But then he could mention it, though. If well, Nance tees it up, that's then my point, right? I feel like Nance is always the one bringing up Romo's wife. Oh, Tony, yeah, yeah. yeah Tony doesn't do it himself. Game. Yeah, he mentioned it twice this last game, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yep, they talked twice. about it twice, and and that's why I think it's going to carry over. All right, now this one doesn't make any sense to me at all, as far as the odds are concerned, and I'll tell you why this is even in reference as far as a bet is concerned. But it lays out verbatim how many times will kindergarten be said in reference to Mahomes. There is a bet in general that was just how many times will kindergarten be said, but they clarified it in reference to Mahomes. There really isn't any other way it would be said unless Tony says something about his kids. But anyway, over a half, so just saying it is at plus 500, under a half is at minus 900. So they're telling you pretty definitively that it's not going to be said. But here's where I feel like it's a lock that it will be said. The reason why it's even relevant is because Tom Brady played his first Super Bowl when Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. Uh, Are you telling me 
that neither one of these guys on the broadcast is going to drop that nugget? Yeah, that's absolutely oh, almost, said. He's geeked up right now. Wow. They might have to go down to Tracy Wolfson for that nugget. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go down to Tracy. You know, because they'll 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 shoehorn her in in the first couple minutes. They always try to do that. They shoehorn in the sideline reporter, even though there's nothing really going on on the sideline. That's a, that's a definite. Of Washburn, didn't we have Evan Washburn? Yeah, Evan Washburn. That's, go. that's a good poll. Wow. <laughs> do you got? Uh, here's the other thing. You could bet on the most ridiculous stuff. The first Sesame Street character to appear in a DoorDash commercial, or that's got to be Big Bird or Kermit. No, actually, Kermit is plus three as the third odds-on favorite. The number one Cookie Monster. Cookie is two at plus two fifty. Grover. Hey, Cookie. Number one. Are you a Cookie guy? No, hey, hey Cookie's going to be on there. Big Bird. Plus the gravy. You going to take a long shot on Snuffleupagus? No. Plus twenty five hundred? No. no, I'm not. Do we need no, to get the P- I guarantee you that the PGF has done research on this, yeah. and I'm not even joking. Like it's got a big, big bird. He's your meat. <laughs> what about Snuffleupagus? Plus bro, that's an elephant, bro. How are they gonna put an elephant anything on the show? What? How could you correlate that? Elmo. Yeah, Elmo's true. good. Yeah, Elmo's. That's, that's if a- Elmo's on there, click. I'm out. I hear that voice. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't stand it. Oh my give me, god! Give me Oscar the Grouch or Cookie Monster, or I'm out. This, yeah. this is we ah. need Jason's help on two of these cross sport bets. Patrick Mahomes TD passes is plus one twenty five, or Ovechkin total shots on goal that day minus one sixty five. Just shots on goal. Just shots on goal. Now, do you know who Washington is playing a no. week from this Sunday? Tell me. Does it matter? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. If they're yeah. playing the Islanders, there's a lot more structure than if they're playing somebody that gives up a lot of shots. Absolutely. Right. All right or well, a team that takes a lot of penalties because he gets a lot of shots on the power. I'll, I'll, play. Fi- I'll find out. I'm sure I'll look it up. Yeah. I have it loading here as we speak. I, I just, how many touchdowns? Let's start. They play now. the Flyers, by the way, at noon. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that the Flyers at noon? Ah, wow. look at that. Beautiful. Yeah, what a beautiful thing to look at. Um, yeah, he'll he'll be over because the Flyers give up the second most amount of shots in the NHL and have the second best D zone, the second worst D zone environment right now. So it's more. So you think yes. how many shots on goal would you expect from Ovechkin, knowing they play the Flyers in that situation? Uh, I would say easily six or more. All right, so Patrick Mahomes ain't throwing six touchdowns again. No, and, and Ovi's a guy who will throw it at the net as much as he can. So yeah, technically yeah. Yeah. He needs to be shot at, at Washington noon. Yes. Brutal. Wow. I tell you what, I tell you what, that, that bet better come through or you are going to hear about it about 2 30, 2 45 on Sunday afternoon. Get ready. Yeah. From again, these are Moose on goal. It's a shutout. Moose is on goal. Yeah, it's not goals. It's just shots. So. Just shots, right. <laughs> Speaking of which, Blackhawks versus Stars, total shots on goal is minus 225. Ronald Jones rushing yards is plus 160. Uh, Jones is good to break one. Well, total yeah. shots on goal in that game will be about 55 to 60. 160 okay. is a lot. That's yeah. rushing yards, though. That's oh, not a lot. For only Jones. 60? For Jones, I'm saying. I thought you said it was 160. 
No, Minus plus 160. 160. Oh. Yeah, or plus. Oh. I, I would take the over on the on the on the receiving yards or rushing yards. Okay. Just looking at that. Now, last hockey cross. Hurricanes. Total shots on goal versus the Jackets is plus 110. Receiving and rushing combined for McCole Hardman is minus 150 on the return. So how many shots do you think the Canes going to get on the Jackets that day? No, the Blue Jackets block a lot of yeah, shots, they, so they don't count as shots on goal. That's Torts' thing. Yeah, that's a 28-bagger. Yeah. So to me, that's uh, take the under. Mm. Okay, now you see who's – it's a busy day, right? On February 7th, you got a There's bunch of uh, seven games. Seven games. Okay. Yeah. So total NHL teams to score four or more goals that day is minus 120. It's the same return as Mike Evans' receptions. Now, Evans could go for three. Evans could go for 16. Hmm. Let me see who, what teams are in action. Scoring is up. Los yeah, Angeles against goal. Vegas. Yeah, those teams can score. Chicago, Dallas. Arizona against Minnesota, Colorado at uh, St. Louis, yeah, Carolina at Columbus, Detroit at Florida, and the Philly at Washington. I think okay. Evans, uh, Evans, Evans will go off this game, man. You think so, Barrett? Yeah, just just because, I mean, you know, even though AB will be back, I, I think that, you know, we're talking about, you know, the, the fact that they have a lot of confidence in his hands as opposed to Godwin because he's been dropping everything. I mean, everything. Well, after he dropped that one early, he caught everything, though, last week. Remember he caught he, he dropped that's that right, easy right. one, and then he that's made right. that really difficult catch, and then he caught everything after that. He actually caught one that was a touchdown, but he was out of bounds. Right. Right. All right. Speaking of which, Evans' receiving yards is at minus 150. Waste management, Phoenix Open, lowest round score is at plus 120. What do you think Evans' best day is? 110? Right. Yeah. Right around there. So which will be higher? The lowest round score, do you think the looking at the field or knowing the field, expected field of the waste management Phoenix Open that weekend, is anybody going to be good for a 66? Oh, yeah. 68 for oh, sure. yeah. 62, something like that. Like, uh, could you get a 62, 63 in yeah, there? You could, but I'm not. 65. I'm not going to bet on that. Yeah, but yeah, there'll there'll be some. They'll go 64, 65, 66 right. on that golf course. It's yeah, go, go take the over on Evans. I would, yeah, I would go Evans too, right? In a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, I mean, Spags is going to try and take him away. Oh, Spags is on a couple of these. Uh, Top yeah. interceptions, waste management, Phoenix open hole in ones. The odds are so ridiculously in favor of Tom Brady picking or getting picked off, but oh, it's good to give you two. I mean, you that's been so? his average. That's been that's been his average the past yeah. three games. Man, I tell you, nine games that he's played in Super Bowls, his teams have accumulated three total points in the first quarter. You believe that? <laughs> three total points. Same. You know what that means, Ar? Pound the under the first quarter. Yeah, that means right. pound the over this year. Take a quick break. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the over-under records for Super Bowls, the last seven, with totals over 50. You'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll take a quick one. we got fake, fake news, news next. A lot of things. Hopefully, Angry Al is here. I don't know if I've seen him up here on the Good. board today. It's not a loss. I'm just curious. We'll get that coming up next. It's the middle .com slash the middle and sports my radio. 
What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Your kids like to play, man? They like for you to play? I didn't know we were back on. No. They don't? <laughs> no, nah, none of them really have gotten into it. My one daughter used to pick it up and just mess with it. I have like this mini acoustic. Uh, so it's just like easy for them to like, get their hands on and stuff. But no, nah, they don't really play it. Dude, none of my kids follow anything I did in my life. Well, none your daughter's a pretty successful rapper. Well, yeah, well, I never rap. <laughs> I mean, I never, you know, my daughter plays basketball, but I was, I just played. I wasn't, I wasn't good enough to go pro, but, you know, I was just good enough to make a college team. And that's it. Got it. And my daughter's playing in college. So I can say, all right, that's it. But like my son, he hated football. So, you know, he wrestled. He wanted to be a wrestler more so than anything. He doesn't like to work on cars. My oldest son doesn't like. To, he likes to work. Oh, that's right. He hey, likes nobody work. likes working on cars, but you, dude. I mean, I can't wait for I'm done with you guys today. I know. I'm going. I'm going to install my um AC condenser, my radiator, and my um my power steering um uh it's like a diffuser. It's, you know, it, it cools. It cools um my, my power steering on my car. So it's all in the front. So I'm I'm putting that together today. Have you seen the stuff on the Eagles website about Nick Sirianni, the way they're kind of presenting him? No. no. They're making him look like a male model, like with the photos and stuff, like he's, like he's Jimmy Garoppolo. When's the press conference going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Tomorrow, right? Tomorrow at 12? Is it? I've heard. Hey, for 91 Sixers, uh, here's Deliverance. <laughs> Dueling banjos. <laughs> Squeal! <laughs> Mid <Mid-80>. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbing scene. Oh, there's Angry Al checking in. There he is. We say, Alphonse. Not yet, man. I don't need a tow truck yet, man. We say, Alphonse. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, they're allowing fans at the TPC at Scottsdale, huh? Only a few. 5,000. That's nice. Presented by I'd love to go to it with 5,000. Yeah. Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, fake news. Ron Culver. We do it every Tuesday, Thursday this time, especially with our buddy Jason Martinez, who is with us Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it's the four of us versus Ron. And we'll see what you got. Three stories, one fake. What do you have, sir? Well, I forgot. What's uh, Jason's record? He's, he's been pretty good at these, right? I've only missed one. It was the last one, Ron. Uh, well, last Thursday, because we didn't do it Tuesday. All right, we'll see what we can do today. Love Everyone it. Ready? Yeah, so and that had... claim is up for debate, by the way. So we got three stories. Two are real, one is fake. 
In a real life, the bodyguard situation, Pamela Anderson revealed that she married her bodyguard, Dan Hayhurst, on Christmas Eve. So I actually saw this retweeted into my timeline. Pamela Anderson, correct? Oh, it's Pam Anderson, not Jenna Jameson. No. All right. Pam Anderson, correct? Okay. Correct. Yeah. All right. This is a true story that at least I saw a couple of people retweeted. So it might be like a fake story that was retweeted, but it appeared to be real. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is real. I'm going to say it's real also, just because um, did she used to date like a drummer or something. Tom, some Tommy Lee. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying it's real because I, I saw the story the already blocks. retweeted into my timeline. Barstool had it. Some other people had it. Yeah, so. She's been passed around a few bands, boys. Yeah. yeah. How old is she? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. How, how, she, how she got discovered? Yeah, she was at a Vancouver something football game in the Canadian Canucks League. Canucks hockey game, yeah. No, I think it was a football game. It was a no, Canadian I, I League was... football game, and they put her face up on the Jumbotron at the stadium. I think it was a football game, Mr. Hockey. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that, Harry. Yeah, I think because I care I, about I hockey. It might have been a little more than her face, but you know yeah. who knows. Face uh, got it done. In her day, though, she was stunning. Pam Anderson is back in the, in the business here. All right, she got she got about a hundred million girls with the um the barbed wire tattoo on her arm. That wow, her good job, British Columbia Lions football game. I rest my case. She's from Ladysmith, Canada. You know, that's a pretty big hockey town. Yeah. You can She's still pretty strong if you ask me. I yeah, agree. I, I agree with you. I got no issue with Pam Anderson. Me either. I'm, I'm Total good to dime. All yeah. right, let's move on. Well, that's story one. I believe it's real. But Yeah, me too. All right, story me too. number two. As Thailand's COVID cases continue to rise like much every other country across the planet, King Maha Vajralongkorn talked on the importance of wearing a mask and social distancing in a video that has now gone viral in the country due to what many people believe is to be a voiceover by famed actor Nadich or Nadek. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. So this is a famed actor in Thailand who they used as a voiceover. Yes, they're saying that they used his voice and not the king's real voice. Is it blatantly obvious? Would it be like, you know, Joe Biden doing a video with Morgan Freeman doing the voice? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if they'd go that route, but I think I think that you're on the same page. I think it's something similar to that. Okay. Now, hmm. I, I have no idea where to begin with this story. No, me either. I think here's a in, third story first. <laughs> and this is in Thailand, huh? This yes. is Thailand, Okay, yeah. all right. This is inside the country, Harry, inside right. the walls. Okay, what's story three? Story number three, PETA has demanded that people stop using specious terms such as chicken, pig, or rat as insults for humans. Huh. Well, that ain't happening on this show because I totally believe that. Somebody I totally believe it too. I so, totally believe that. Are you tell me I can't accuse Jason of skunking me with picks anymore? That right. I have a problem with I, that? Yeah, if we say like Carson Wentz skunked out the joint, we can't say that anymore. We said that today. You're a rat. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And I and I said earlier that you skunked me. Right. With that pick. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. In California, they don't even call them manhole covers anymore because they're gender specific. Exactly. I totally believe this because right. our world, Harry, is ridiculous right now. <laughs> That's why. I number agree. two is fake. Okay, well, hold on a second. Hold on. What you think number two is fake? This is just no a random story of fakeness, though. No. Like why Thailand? Why well, the king of Thailand? He struggled to to read the guys' names. You think that's fake? Yes. 
I just ju- I'm just judging by the other stories. So okay, okay. Um, process of elimination. Yeah, I'm going. Can through. I can I hear number two again, Ron? Number two is uh, you know as Thailand's COVID cases continue to rise, King Maha Vajralong Corn talked on the importance of wearing a mask and social distancing in a video that has now gone viral due to what many people believe is to be a voiceover of the famed actor Nad Nadich Nadek Nad Nadech. See, the only thing, the only thing, mm. the reason why I would say different is because um, Thailand had like the fewest number of cases, uh, you know, in that region. And, you know, they used to brag about it worldwide. Yeah. About them having, you know, the least amount of cases. Not anymore, yeah. though. Every, right. Everybody's it's it's like way it's like waves. Yep. So I'm, go, I'm I'll go. Number two is fake as all also. All right. So two. everybody's on two except me. Uh Oh, I'm on Gosh. three. You're on three. OK. Yes. Oh, you're going three. I'm going three. All right. So are we ready for the answer? We are ready for the answer. Oh, everyone but Aton is right. Oh, okay. There we go. Got to take a risk and, somehow. And to answer Good work question, by you. And to answer your question, why did I choose Thailand's king? Yeah. Because he is actually quite the opposite of everything I just said. Oh, not so. Only, not only does he really not care about COVID, but when COVID did strike his country, he decided to take off with himself and 20 of his girlfriends That's right. That's to right. a hotel in Germany, to a resort wow. in Germany. We did that story. Do you Dude. remember that? A long time ago. That's Love right. This guy. We did that story. Yeah, that's right. He bolted. It was like they they had like one case. Country was going into lockdown. He's like, I'm out. I don't even think it was that close to lockdown. I think they had like it was the first wave and they were like, uh-uh. They couldn't even find him to determine what to do. Right. right. Wow. With his harem. He was out on COVID. And he was recently <laughs> in the news because he kind of broke tradition in a way. He decided to name one of his girlfriends the second queen. He's married. It has a queen. Mm-hmm. And now he has a second queen who he's not married to. He just decided to. Not Queen Latifah, though. No, no, no. No, there's no mentioning of Queen Latifah. Or the Equalizer, which, again, the Equalizer is a Denzel movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Or and and I think it's also isn't there an, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called The Equalizer as well? There is sure. a movie called I don't know if he's in it. Equalizer. Equalizer. Oh, I'm not oh, sure, but I mean, who doesn't need a second queen every now and then? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depends on what type of queen you're talking about, though. Yeah, you gotta have some variants in your queens, right? <laughs> no, I don't want booty queen and a little booty queen. You don't want your queen to be dragging around. <laughs> no. Not personally. Look, to each their own. But hey, I, to each is their own. Yes. I don't think for me personally. That, that's oh, my goodness. I'm yeah. just crazy that you pulled that one, that Thailand one out. I'm just glad we were all right. But Aton. But Aton. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Aton, well, After questioning I, my record on fake news. I still do. I, I need Colin Berger to give me the updated results here because I don't trust you. Or is it that Aton's secretly a member of PETA and... You know, wants us to not use chicken, pig, or rat. Well, yeah, but then not. I'm using the term. So, what do you think? I'm like some psyop plant, a mole. You think so? Is that is that? A you can't even call him a mole. That's oh, that's, no, that's against the rules. Yes. Look at that. Shame there you go, Ron. Ron Culver. Shame. Good shame. job, Ron. Good stories today. Yeah, good stuff. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Wow, I hate to do it to Trey, uh, Trey Wingo. What happened? Trey Wingo, of course, is not with ESPN anymore. He's now doing uh, a job that I would love, working oh. for PGA Tour Live. And apparently he's on the broadcast right now. And they're, they're showing a group uh, that is Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson, and Patrick Reed are all like in this group playing together out there. And they give their odds underneath. And Trey Wingo said that Fowler is is the favorite among this group. Fowler's plus 225. Bubba is plus 175. Really? And Patrick Reed's plus 138. And he said Fowler is the favorite. I hate to do it to you. He doesn't know what how to read odds. Jesus, Jack. Get off the air, that guy. Come on, man. That's basic stuff. Do you realize he's making $17 million a year for NBC? Yes. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Trey Wingo was making seven. No, I'm sorry, not Trey Wingo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just said Trey Wingo. I thought Trey. No, no, he's but he's making next to seven or eight. Who's making seventeen million dollars? He ain't making seven or eight million dollars to do this. No, no way. What, what, what he's making for ESPN? He's not with ESPN anymore. Oh, he's not. No. Well, that's he's gone. He gone. Probably why Greenberg got another one. They decided to keep Greeny around. Right. Right. Yeah, Greeny and uh, Stephen A. make all the money up there. Yep. Stephen A. makes seven. Yeah, he makes a lot. Ten, I, mean, I, think I think it could be ten. Yeah, I think it's ten. He signed that new deal. Well, that's right. That's he right. works yeah. his bag off, but geez. He does. Yeah, he does. He was a grinder. Like, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to be working that much. Nah. No, he, he does, does radio also. So he does radio, does all those NBA games. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No time for himself. Yeah, I'll take two, and I'll do one-fifth of the amount of shows. <laughs> They have two people working at the network now. Or three. Advanced yeah. help. Right. Yeah. I haven't watched a full episode of Sports Center in at least 15 years. Easy. It's yeah. so bad now. Yeah. Worldwide leader, my ass. Every time I turn the golf channel on, now Mary Poppins is talking to me. Who? Mary Poppins, I call her. They got this this British broad, Anna Watley, I think is her name. There we go. And she has this real Not Tim Watley. Yeah, no. Wow, the dentist. <laughs> it's Brian Cranston. It is. This is hit two hundred on the slots. Radio Network. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Is anything going on important in our world of sports? No. No? Did uh, we miss anything in the last hour? Did senior bowls, the senior bowls this weekend. Oh, yeah. Are you watching the practices, Barrett? Because I saw they were on television yesterday. Yeah, I, like, I, watched, the, I watched the DBs. I'd watch the DBs and receivers. Is that right? On routes, yeah. yeah so you, it was Sertain there? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I didn't see Sertain, though. I didn't see him. Yeah, he probably him. doesn't need He doesn't need to be there. Come on, man. Just harm it. <laughs> but I'm watching, I'm watching the day also. I'm going to you know, check out. The, uh, the offensive line and defensive line. I like what do you have to say about that, Aton? I, I look, Barrett. I'm not going to tell you to watch something completely different, 
but could I interest you in betting a mid-major college basketball game instead? No. Uh, because I, I think watch. you would enjoy betting on Abilene Christian more than you would breaking down a guy who's going to get taken in the sixth round by the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I can't help him. It's an addiction, man. I mean, it, it I, we'll just trade sometimes the other. I, 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 I sat down and watch. I sat down probably for from like 1030 to 11 o'clock watching YouTube on Patrick Sertain, um, Smith. I mean, all these guys I just started watching film on just, you know, just checking them out, just looking at their highlight films and, uh, you know, just to see if they really were as good as people were touting them to be. And mm -hmm. yeah, Smith and. Those guys, you know, they they are, but a couple of players, you know, that you think are, you know, all world, like my guy Wilson. I didn't see as much as I thought I was going to see with him. You know, they start replaying plays over again. That's when I'm mm. starting to think, uh, come right. on now. Well, I'd also like to see him playing against some bigger competition too to right. see how he did. You know, right, right. I mean, it's right. you know. All right, here's a story that I imagine is pretty much as. Like it pretty much jumps out and reads as the headline does, and there's not anything deeper into it. But I think this is the first time since the pandemic started and sports have been impacted by it that we've seen a move like this where the NHL has borrowed a billion dollars to sprinkle throughout the league where each team is now going to have as much as $30 million if, in fact, they need it for financial issues. So I imagine that this is a simple, like, I, I don't think, I don't know, Jason. I don't think that this is any deeper, right? Like the league isn't in any major trouble, long-term. It's, it's right. about cash flow. Yeah. That uh, you need right now is to sustain just getting through the pandemic. Yeah. See what the NHL has done is they're basically fronting players money. Uh, the, the, when they just did the return to play this time around, the players did not want to renegotiate elements of the new CBA in regards to escrow and deferment. The deferment wasn't an option. Maybe escrowing was. So they're taking the 72% despite the fact that it's a 56-game schedule and no fans. So the, the NHL is going to get money back because the players are going to have to pay for it eventually because it's just a 50-50 split of all hockey-related revenue no matter what, and there's going to be a shortfall. The pain for them is going to come down the road. So like the veteran players are like, eh, the young players can deal with it when I'm out of the league or whatever. So and they also, the player said, hey, in the negotiation, kind of, and it rubbed a lot of owners the wrong way, it's easier now to borrow money than ever. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently that they've taken them up on that offer. And this is just for cash flow purposes. Because you got to realize, sports owners, a lot of times they're involved in another business. And the other business may be getting crushed as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it, it's about ca about available cash flow, liquid cash. Well, you look at you know situation with NBC at this point. You know, mm -hmm. with, with them not picking up the the contract for next year. Yeah, well, they're, th this is the final year of that broadcast deal anyway. It's one of the reasons yep. why the league needed to come back was to burn off this year so they could go into a new agreement when the world gets back to normal and they have a 30-second team coming in in Seattle. Mm -hmm. But with NBC eventually, in essence, taking themselves out of the equation, it hurts the NHL's position to negotiate their next broadcast partner. They could end up at USA right. is actually in more households yeah. than NBC sports. Yep. Right. And that would be good for them. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It could put USA in a whole different, you know, a different demographic as far as audience too. Right. So 
I think ESPN may end up being a part of the equation, at least have some piece of the pie. They would like to have multiple partners in the U.S., uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting, and it's a huge element. There's never been a worse time to have a negotiation have to come up for rights than right, right now. And the demographics of, of hockey are so you know, so you know, it's, it's up north in the Northeast. You know, so it's so you know specialized. You know, of, of a viewing. It's a area. local play too. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, you get some markets like Buffalo, even when the Sabers aren't in the playoffs, does really well in the ratings. So it, it it's getting the the pie is getting bigger. It doesn't compare to the NBA just yet. It doesn't compare uh, anything, obviously, to NFL. But it's it is growing. They've done a good job at growing it over the years. Well, doing better in baseball. Baseball did they just? I don't know. Do they do not care about viewing about you know opening it up to the younger? Baseball's uh, so messed up. Right. I mean, I mean the fact that they're not putting somebody into the Hall of Fame this year is a stunning disgrace. We talked about that yeah. yesterday. And, and that's the yeah. thing, though. Baseball rests on Can't the fact that they have TV deals. They have billion-dollar TV Local. deals that exactly are localized. Mm-hmm. So they're feeding the same beast that keeps them alive, which yeah. is the local audience. That's that's the bigger difference. Yeah, and, and the reason they can do that is because they provide so much content locally at a time of year when there's not a ton of other competing content. You know, you, you give them 162 games to a local. Correct. Well, I mean, that's done. But how do they sustain themselves with no farm league now? You know, no, you know, there's no double A, triple A. I mean, what are they going to do as far as finding talent? Hey, man, yeah. somebody's going to be out there putting out a TikTok video. Yeah. Pitching, yep. hitting, or catching yep. fly balls somewhere, and it's going to work. Any oh, interest in Austin? It's a mess. And start money on the P. Yeah, you mean, you don't, need, you don't need guys to develop to hit, to hit into a shift. Right. That's true, yeah. too. We should listen to this Scotty Miller clip. Not yeah. Scotty Miller, the broad- Not Scotty Earl. Or no, <laughs> definitely not the Earl in the house. So the this was what, Harry? You heard this live, right? Or Yeah, this was uh, yesterday, I believe, on the Dan Patrick show okay. uh, where he had Scotty Miller on. And, the, you know, the conversation came up because Miller was a college track athlete at Bowling Green. And I guess the conversation, you know, developed into, uh, you know, is he faster than the Chiefs speedster? Tyreek Hill. Yep. Right. Mm. How would you do if you and Tyreek Hill lined up? Oh, I'm, I'm taking me every day of the week. Um, I'll take me over anybody. Tyreek is unbelievable, uh, super quick, unbelievable talent. But if we're talking about race, I mean, I got all the confidence in myself against going up against anybody. Wait, you think you're the fastest guy in the NFL? Yes, sir. Well, he may be right if they if they lined up because he has the technique down of a sprinter. Yeah. Who's this again? The guy who got behind Scotty Miller, man. He got behind King uh for the Packers and scored yeah. that big touchdown at the end of the half. It's ridiculous. This Have guy. you seen this guy run track? There's video out there. Oh, this yeah, guy's yeah. a burner. Yeah, and there's and there's technical elements to running, you know, being a sprinter and stuff. Right, 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 right. Jet run track in college, too. And that right. didn't throughout much into the NFL. Who, James Jet, you said? Uh, yeah, yeah, James Jet. Look at his numbers. They're way Wait. better than you think. Oh, come on. I'm serious. He he had a, a bunch of seasons over 800 yards. It, you know, it's, 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 it's a different way of running, man. Just like that's why all these NFL players, 
uh, you know, in their transition, trying to get to the league when they're going for the combine. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, they 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 right. they go to spring hey, camps. I'm into it. Let's bring. We gonna we need to bring back that television show that they had yeah. back in seventies and eighties. Uh, where they put these guys, you know, they do this. Tr- like Walker and Daryl Green on the beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd want to see that. About they're not going to do that anymore because a couple players got hurt and ended That's their right. careers before it even started. How about Gretzky beat Sugar Ray, Leonard, Pele, and somebody else in, in a sprint? Like, blew the field away. Gretzky did. What was what? the show called? Wild World Sports. Well, it was part of that, I think. But yeah. they- I don't know if it was the Wild World. I think it was something specific, though. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, I remember Larry Allen did 700 pounds. He he bench pressed 700 pounds. Right? Yeah. Didn't they have like the triathlon too, where you had to sprint and you get on the kayak and you go out to a certain point, then you come back and yeah, yeah. But you know, you know who was good with that? It was uh, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker was like that oh, all yeah. time. Yeah, he was like the all time guy with that. That dude. I mean, he could do anything, bro. He's even now. He's like he's like. 60 years old, and he says he still can do a thousand push ups and sit ups a day or something like that. All right, well, he never lifted a weight, yeah. No, that's what he said. I yeah, that's know. what he says. Yeah, yeah it was all push ups and pull ups, yeah, right? And stuff. You're telling me yeah. that some strength coach at, at college is not up his you know what, right? Well, right. Man, if I don't see you in that weight room, right? Like, come on. Well, you know, you know, who didn't lift weights, and I, and I was in the locker room with him, I, I, I was in the weight room with him, Troy Palomalu. Yeah, all he did was mess around with bands, uh, plyometric really? um, boxes, um, blow up balls, you know, and stuff. He just that's all he did was work out with that stuff because he felt as though if he started lifting, it would make him tight and too mm-hmm. constricted. And, um, you know, just like I that's why I laugh every time I see that the hair commercial, the head and shoulders, Mahomes. yeah, about missing leg day, yeah. 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 He so, never you know, had leg day. Exactly. So I'm like, I, you know, I, I laugh about that because he never used leg. He used bands to help him out. I always so sent you guys out, the video. You're calling out the, the head and shoulders commercial as a fraud. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. right. Beautiful. <laughs> I wonder what Patrick Mahomes is lying about in that commercial. <laughs> now that we know Palomala was spinning some yarn about leg day, of course. I never miss 100% of my – I make 100% of my leg days because you're never there. Right. 100. <laughs> Unbelievable. Still but he didn't need to, man. I mean, he didn't need to. He he felt as though if you lifted weights, it restricted you and you couldn't move fluidly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what made him great, man. He moves so fluidly, man. You know, he, he could twist his body in certain ways, yeah. That, you know, he shouldn't have made that tackle, but he was able to kick and extend himself in a certain way that he was able to make the tackle. Right, Some guys get too bulky in sports, doing it, and they can't. Oh, yeah. Like McNabb, David, David, uh, did, yeah, McNabb. Yeah, that was a big one for us here. Real quick, how old were the guys at the time in which Gretzky beat him in the sprint? Like, how old was Pele? Sixty? No, on. he. This was What's 1982. He's not. He wasn't yeah. that old. How yeah. old was this? He was like 35. He's still playing with the Cosmos then. Yeah. And he's Sugar Ray Leonard, Bjorn Borg, and and Gretzky blew him off. Yeah. Is there any audio of this? Is there any like is Somebody calling this? Yeah, it was from the Wild World Sports. Was it called the Superstars or something? Superstars Challenge. Super 70 Sports on Twitter has, here's a fleet Wayne Gretzky dominating Sugar Ray Leonard. I think it's Bjorn Borg in this thing as well. Bjorn Borg's not going to get to the net the way he runs. (laughs) Are you serious? We might need to listen to this. Look look at 91. Was it 91 Sixers? Let me see. No bands to make her dance. (laughs) 
All right, here we go. Let's take a quick one. We'll see if Ron can bring that up. I'll bring it up on the stream as well. This is ridiculous here. I can't believe this. We'll wrap the hour next year. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. All right. Wow, bro. Play for the show. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Han blir sett om det han tar den där gamla starten och det gick inte så bra för honom. Över har driv på den tredje banan som är Gretzky och Pelé går fint men Borg kommer aldrig. Wow, it wasn't even close. Man. Sugar Ray. I mean, he's Sugar Ray smaller also. What broadcast is this? Like Poland TV or something? Yeah, we got the Brazilian feed, Har. Love the Brazilian. Wow. He, he that blitzed that bad on everybody. What's going on? Yeah, I don't expect Sugar Ray to win this thing. Is that who's that in the headband? Bjorn Borg? Bjorn Borg, yeah. Bjorn Borg, yeah. World number one at the time. <laughs> Man, Gretzky blitzed him. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. I'm out he was in, he was so insane. <laughs> I didn't realize like he just he doesn't seem like a fast guy. No, yeah, he, he would just turn on a dime. There's a story I remember hearing. Yeah, on skates. Like, I, yeah. To me, that never translated to him being out on Not run on earth. There was a pass he made in the game where he's facing the boards in the neutral zone, and he makes this backhand pass, perfect to Yari Curry. They ask him after the game, how did you know Curry was there? He said, I saw his reflection in the glass. There you go. Remember, the glass is opposite, too, because right, right. it's like a mirror. Right, and right, he right. still knew where to go. Like yeah. that awareness, the game slowing down in your head. Yeah. I mean, you're in an arena with 17,000 people and you saw the reflection in the glass. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So uh, that, and there's the, uh, I was thinking about the, the Hank Aaron stat in comparison to Gretzky. Cause really the Gretzky stat is the stat of all stats. Take away all the goals. You're right. It, he's with the assists and, and points and yeah. how much he has more than anybody. Clyde. Then you look at Hank Aaron and it's like, you take away his home runs. And it's, it, it's, it's so more total bases. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, some of these stats that just stand out like all time. Gretzky has 91, 91 records in the NHL book. <laughs> it's incredible. And you said that you said you were saying that he had to adjust with the technology as it was going forward. Also, you're, you're not a little low. Can you come up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because whenever you go back, it's it's like. You really got to be on that mic. I think it's mine the same way. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, we just played that for the stream, so you all got a chance to see that video. It's not in English, Ron, so it's no big deal. If you don't want to there is an it. English version online. Is there? Okay. Who is the English version? Is it Vern Lundquist? Like, who would be calling such a thing like that? It's he'd so be a great guy to do it. Bizarre. That was a great call by you. You know, he'd be great. Well, I think 
Barrett, I think he was the voice on those Super 70s or whatever those. Jim were. McKay. Yeah. Is Remember the great played? Jim McKay? Or Al Michaels. Wide World of Sports hired Jim McKay. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't go wrong with little Gary Thorne, especially with Bjorn Borg out there. What was Gary, Gary Thorne, Thorne calling tennis? What does he have to yeah. do with Bjorn Borg? He was he did some random tennis like for your a, brain is like a scrambled oh egg. Was like the jack of all trades. He's just known for doing hockey and a little Baseball. bit of right. But he did a lot of other stuff. Like he would be randomly on a game. You're like, what? Why is Gary Thorne calling this? Yeah. Okay. He he was randomly on the French Open back in like 76. Well, no, it would be French Open. Wouldn't be French. He was more of an American. All right. He's more of a U.S. guy. All right. Uh, Not a French guy. Not a Frenchman. (laughs) That's 82 is probably Al Michaels because he really rose to prominence in 80. Yeah. <laughs> Al Michaels. I, I probably had the greatest call by Gary Thorne ever. Let's hear it, please. Let's hear it. Uh, the little context: He was uh, calling the Baltimore Orioles game. Okay. When uh, the riots were happening in Baltimore, and remember they played a game with no fans in the stands. Yeah. So here's uh, here's one of the calls from Gary Thorne from that game. Because nobody's in the yard about the appropriate way to broadcast. So with Adam Jones coming up here in the seventh inning, Jones said, "Coach." To the plate with Carol. Um, is that it? And that green jacket is well within reach, Jim. <laughs> oh, what a great! I, you know, I was waiting for something, for something at the end there. Wow, I didn't know there was that much dead air in between. Jeez, I know. Well, let, the, let it breathe, but geez, you need something there, Gar. He saved it at the end, I think. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, well, the, the oh, little, he did, did he? He did. He did, that, did he? The homage to Jim Nance. Yeah. <laughs> Are we now ripping Jim Nance? I didn't no, know. No, that Baltimore, Baltimore no. Orioles baseball. Yeah, unlike any other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you could call Baltimore Oriole baseball that way every day, and I don't think anybody exactly would, right. Yeah. So exactly. There is something to that. Yeah. Gary right. Thorne is great, though. Oh, He's fantastic. Awesome. And shame on you over there, Martinez, for shaming us for just bringing him up. <laughs> oh, I love Gary. He's my all time favorite. Is he? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. My Patrick. No. <laughs> Jason's He's no not Tom a Doc, He's not a Doc Emmerich guy. Oh, I to no, I'm not a Doc Emmerich guy. I'm not a not a fan of Doc. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Wow, you don't like Doc? I didn't know that. No, not not a fan. Why is he like the Gus Johnson of NHL announcers? No, no people love him. I mean, he's the preeminent guy in in the, in the United States prior while well, he retired. But um, it's just not a style that I prefer. I recognize he's really good at his job, but it's not a style. It's it's a little bit too nerdy for me. Okay, I was going to ask, like, what? And I'm not leading. I'm asking out of a state of ignorance here. What is his style? Would you like? How would you classify his style? As a thesaurus. 
you know, pitchfork the puck in and ladle it. And it's just, ah, okay. and it's a little too manufactured for me. Mm. So it's like a processed Dennis Miller, a poor man's. No, I mean, you yeah. never listen to Doc Emmerich. It's just, yeah, it's just I a really kind of like, like, for lack of a better term, geeky delivery. Okay. Yeah. I just, uh, and again, like I, that's why I asked you about Gus Johnson, because if this is like a hockey thing where a lot of the true hockey fans are like, dude, you don't need to talk to me like I'm an idiot. And, you know, no, 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 okay. he's not. It's not like that at all. I, I, he Again, he's really good at his job, but it's just not something I like. I prefer. I wow. love Gary Thorne. I thought he was great. And I prefer I like John Forslund, who did a yeah, lot of the games good. in the bubble. He just he's took good. the Seattle Kraken job, too. What about Bet Naughty or whatever his name is? Who is it? Bet Naughty or say who's the, oh, who's the Capitals? Yo, who's the ben Cap yeah. Benedotti um, or what, yeah. what is it? He's, he's good too. Mm -hmm. um, what about? I don't, uh, I don't know any of them. Nick Sirianni is speaking tomorrow at noon. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. maybe we can carry that. Why not? Right? Yeah. Do we need um, to ask uh, permission? Yeah, probably. Who cares? Why? But um, well, how do you guys think uh, Breeze is going to be next year? Because I doubt seriously if he comes back. But he's. Gonna I don't know that he's going to going to be good in the booth. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't know his personality. You know, we we knew what we were going to get. From Romo, because you know Romo, you know jet setter, you know, um, you know, one of billionaire uh, playboys. Yeah, but I didn't know we were going to get this from Romo. I didn't know that didn't he know, was going to be yeah, like so. Precious. I knew, I knew Romo, and I knew who I, I knew him, so I kind of knew what he was going to be. That's why I wasn't surprised that they were. I, yeah, I didn't know his personality, but yeah. But here's the thing, Jay. You didn't need to know like his true personality. This was still a guy who we always hate because he's the Cowboys. You know, I get all that, but you know, he was out with Jessica Simpson. Like, oh, yeah, right. he, right. he was a he was a celebrity. Yeah, even if it was just through proxy of being with her. And I think that there are certain people like Drew Brees doesn't. I, I could never see Drew Brees just out and about, arm around Jessica Simpson. You know, yeah. it's just like, family guy. Yeah. Romo was a playboy down in Cabo and doing That's the whole what I'm thing. Saying. Yeah, so you knew you yeah. knew there was going to be some type of um. You know, not it, it. It had to be manufactured with him because he was always out in that type of, you know, genre. I don't know about Breeze. Yep. This Breeze is, you know, a, just a down home guy. The, the most amazing element about Romo to me is that Jim Dance let him be himself. Oh yeah, that's hard to do for some of these play by play guys who've been around for a while to just yeah. totally take a back seat and let that guy play to his strengths, and it got him paid. Now Nance wants to get paid, and I get it. Right. Good on Nance for kind of backing out away from the structure that he's used to to let Romo just I mean, he's totally out there just freewheeling. All right, now John Shelton says that you, Jason, are a Kenny Albert guy. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not a Kenny guy. I'm not either. You know who's no. a huge, humongous Kenny Albert guy? Uh, Dan Schwartz. Albert. Absolutely, the Schwartz. the Schwartz. Really? Yeah. yeah. My good party. And Kenny. you want to know why? Because uh, Kenny was one of the first people that ever went on his Atlantic City radio station show. Is that right? And just like, oh, yeah, and and, and talk to him. Right. And uh, had a great so, conversation. You know, I love that Kenny Albert. Yeah, yeah. I could see no it. one I, ever. How did I know that, Aton? You know exactly. My good buddy, Kenny. I'm yeah. sure he's good buddy. Oh. If he's good buddy, Sal, then you know he's going to good buddy. Oh. There we have it. Because he said it. yes to an interview request early in his career. Good so reason. Great. So great. I'm telling you, I guarantee you that there are at least 10 people who Asman 
and Schwartzman have on their like good buddy list. Mm-hmm. The same exact people that they met in some My friend. Like, Super Bowl radio row yep. two years ago. Yep. My good buddy. Yeah, exactly. It does midday in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I don't know what it is, but anytime I it, like, I don't know. Bring up Marks and the whole thing with Softy. That's Marks. Softy baller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Softy. Right. Yeah. All right. That's that's it. I got nothing else. You guys. I got could go down that rabbit hole after the show. <laughs> Seriously, like that's that's too. We're that's not going too. to double OT tonight, Harry. No. You can no. if you want. All right. Well, real quick, why don't you give us something to look at here? All right. Uh, I'll play. throw it in the cooker. Yeah, give us. I'd give you Austin P tonight. Austin, Austin Pay. All right. I'm going to throw Austin Pay tonight, and I'm going to bump it up from nine and a half to 11 and a half. Yeah. And make sure that I get the multiple possession in that thing. But uh, what, what do you, you don't like the Flyers with, with Hart back, or, or do you? With This is a pretty big game with Carter Hart coming back. Yeah, I think it's a, it's one that I, from a betting perspective, I probably wouldn't touch because there are a lot of variables here. It's hard to beat a team twice, even if it's the Devils in a row. But he's a he's a kid that can bounce back. Now they they took uh, Mark Friedman out of the lineup and they put a guy in named Nate Prosser tonight, which and they didn't put Gustafson back in. That's a little bit of a concern for me. So I wouldn't play that game tonight unless I was going to play the over on it. Um, but a couple of plays I do like tonight. I like Boston tonight. Okay. I love Columbus tonight over Florida. Florida's got off to a good start, although they haven't played many games, but I like Columbus tonight. Um, I like the Islanders tonight as a favorite on the road. The Washington has not lost in regulation yet. Wow. So take the Islanders in reg tonight in regulation, love, get a little better. Love the Isles. Well, yeah. The top 10 just in general on the money line. You yeah. Is, though. But Washington's got a lot of players out, and they've kind of survived Giannis. it to this point. Um, minus 138. Yeah. Um, the other game I like tonight, I lo- I really, really like Colorado. They're a huge favorite, but I like them. And actually, you want to put a little value play in tonight? Put a little value play at Detroit on the road, plus 175 in Dallas. Just a little value play. It's actually dropped. Locally. Has it? Yeah, it's down to 145. So you, you must be onto something. Okay. And um, Edmonton tonight taking on Toronto. Edmonton is, a, is plus 105. Toronto's minus 125, and it's in Edmonton. I take Edmonton in that game tonight as well. All right. Well, there we have it. Just in case you missed it, Bruins, Jackets, Isle, Avs, Red Wings, and the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, maybe Calgary, too, on the road if you want a little right. plus 127. Not bad. And then yeah. throwing Austin Pay. And wow. Five. That thing was at eight and a half earlier when I looked at wow. it. That thing, uh, people are up on that one. All right. Anything else? We're out of here. We're back tomorrow, Friday. No football this weekend. That sucks. Nope. I know. Right, boys, senior, bowl. senior Bowl. Senior I Bowl. No Senior Bowl. Dude. <laughs> go work on your car, Barrett. I'm going to go play Bullet with Butterfly Wings on my acoustic now. There See you boys. Go. Uh, Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.